0: Today is Monday, November 4th. Good
1: morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. A would-be robber is dead after police say he was shot by a victim he was trying to rob on Sunday night. It happened about 830 at 60th and Girard in West Philadelphia. Police say the suspect, roughly 25 to 30 years old, was attempting to rob a man at gunpoint when he was sitting on his front steps. According to investigators, the resident had a license to carry and he opened fire. Uh, police said the victim fired the shots in self-defense. The suspect then ran to the 1200 block of North 60th Street where he collapsed onto a porch. He was rushed to the hospital where he later died. No other injuries were reported. Police said it's unclear if the two men knew each other. Eight suspects have been reportedly arrested in Vietnam in connection with the case in the United Kingdom, in which 39 people believed to be Vietnamese nationals were found dead in a tractor trailer near London. Right. Yeah. Police in Vietnam detained the individuals on Sunday on charges of organizing people smuggling overseas, according to the country's state-run newspaper. Thousands of people in Vietnam are smuggled to Europe every year on a route filled with violence and hardship. Vietnamese smugglers call it the CO2 route, a poorly ventilated oxygen deficit trip across the English Channel in shipping <coughs> (coughs) containers. Containers or trailers piled high with pallets of merchandise, the last leg of the dangerous 6,000-mile trek. They said they actually wrapped themselves uh, because they're in, like, refrigerated units so that they're not uh, detected. And that's pretty much how all of them died.
3: Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, sad. An odd sight in the heart of Philadelphia caught the attention of people in Center City on Sunday. A steady stream of water was spraying from the side of One Liberty Place. Yeah. Authorities say it was an annual test of the building's fire protection system. Uh, Video from the ground shows cars on 17th Street being soaked by the gush of water. Witnesses say the stream of water continued for about five minutes before coming to an abrupt halt. According to L&I, newer buildings are equipped with special drainage systems that pull off most of the water that is generated by these tests. One Liberty Place wasn't required to have this because, uh, because of the date that it was built. So the certification company and One Liberty Place have been directed to get a street closure permit and police assistance uh, before going forward with this again, but yeah, it was
3: so they weren't. There was no street closure uh,
2: below that. No, there were oh no cars boy. parked we in
3: every
1: year. I wonder why this year they finally were like, we should probably <laughs> shut the street there. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Um, no, but, well, they didn't, they didn't shut the street. I know, but I'm saying, saying that, if oh. they
1: do it every year, why did this just occur to them now to maybe we should close the street? Hey, uh, you it's know an what? an annual thing. There's people down there. I think you could turn that into something. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Make a little street party or do it in the Summer, summertime yeah, for right. crying
2: out Dang. loud. Of course. Yeah. When it's so hot out. During a yeah. heat yeah. wave. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But why exactly. You even
4: have to close the street? It's just water.
1: Well,
3: it's
4: just still
1: people. But maybe it's along. like gushing water. It might be base. heavier than yeah, yeah. standard yeah. <laughs> rainfall. Uh, okay. You know, I don't know. Think about a you know one of those fire hoses.
4: Well, I was just kind of, yeah, but like it's dispersed over time don't and still, air. You not you know if, you're, yeah.
3: if you're, you you know when it's sunny outside you don't have to have an umbrella. A good warning wouldn't hurt.
2: Yeah, if you're walking down the <laughs> street yeah. and now you're drenched. Right.
4: Well, yeah. obviously none of us know you know any of the details about this, but if they can sort of pick and choose when they do it, why not just do it during a rainfall or something too? I don't know what the I'm story
2: always is. Always thinking.
4: It probably. It... <laughs> I'm always thinking,
2: Preston. Always I'm a, thinking. I do it during going. a rainfall. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It'll be hidden. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Okay, in sports yeah. this morning.
1: Ball sacks are yummy.
2: Yeah. The Eagles beat the Bears yesterday yeah. afternoon at the link, winning 22-14. Carson Wentz threw for 239 yards and one touchdown. Jordan Howard ran for 82 yards and a score, On the Eagle, and the Eagles held on for the win. The Bears had just nine yards in the first half and trailed 19-0 before David Montgomery had a pair of one-yard touchdown runs to make it a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. The Eagles put the game away with 16-play, 69-yard drive, capped by Jake Elliott's 38-yard field goal. The Eagles, who improved to 5-4, and four, have won two in a row after their a pair of live losses. They have a bye week next weekend and will return to action on November 17th when we'll host the New England Patriots. Now speaking of the Patriots, they lost yesterday 37-20 to to the Ravens in Baltimore and it was New England's first loss since December of 2018. Entering yesterday, the Patriots had won 13 straight games including the playoffs. New England, New England fell to 8-1 and and the Ravens approved to 6-2. and At 8-0, the San Francisco 49ers are the NFL's only remaining undefeated team. Speaking of undefeated, the Sixers are the last undefeated team in the yeah. NBA with a record of 5-0. and They continue their road trip out west uh, with the game tonight in Phoenix against the Suns. Tip-off is scheduled for 9 o'clock, and the Flyers were involved in two overtime shootouts over the weekend. On Friday night, they won, beating the New Jersey Devils. On Saturday night, they lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll host the Carolina Hurricanes. And that's what I have for you this morning.
1: All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Monday morning. and all its glory, the new work week brings, we do have some things that uh, we want to make- make you aware of, number one, we have a new Word of the Week prize. We always start that and know the work week off with that. And so we have a pair of tickets to three sold-out WMMR concert events wow. that we have chance to wow. win. Listen to these. So Greta Van Fleet, December 29th at the Met. I'm working backwards here, by the way. The Struts on December uh, 28th at the Fillmore. And tickets for Tool on the 18th wow. of this month at the Wells Fargo Center. So you can go to see three. <laughs> Really big, cool, awesome, high-energy, badass rock show. Tool
3: alone sold would, out. would be a prize. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, we're excited to bring that to you. You'll need the letter at the end of the program. And then by Friday, it'll be a five-lettered word. And uh, the designated caller wins it. Nice. Now, we also have another thing that is taking place. So I guess we officially need to announce this now uh, since we're sending somebody out later on to prep people for this. Or do we want to announce it later on?
4: You know what? Let's just an- announce it at seven o'clock.
1: Okay, so we're. we're I will tell you this: we are going to have a a member of of the show out on the street this morning. <laughs> Uh, for a uh, a special event that's taking place, a special announcement that we have with some free stuff for you today. We should have this we'll member leave it at that,
3: run in place for a while. Yeah. before he goes out <laughs> <laughs> to get the desired
1: results. He's Isn't not it? one of not one of the the regular players here no, on the President no, no. Of Steve Show, but we just got to know him recently on the radio. So uh, <laughs> we'll have that for you in, in the seven o'clock hour, I guess. So right, but nonetheless, it's your chance to grab something for free and maybe even win something. Uh, maybe win some money. Yes. Today. So we'll get the details on that a little later on. Now, on top of all that. Uh, we have a movie screening tonight, and uh, I kind of let this slide as far as the amount of tickets we had to give away, so I need to make sure that I unload a lot of tickets because I'd i uh, sat back on these for a little bit. But we have a screening tonight of Dr. Sleep, and it is at the Landmark Ritz 5 at 7.30, so you'll want to be there by 7 o'clock. Have a bunch of tickets. I'll take a dozen callers right now, All and right. we'll give you tickets to that movie tonight for free. 215 263 WMMR, and it is in advance of its opening, which is going to be on Friday, November 8th. The movie's tonight at the landmark Ritz 5, 7.30. Let's get you on board. Dozen callers, we will take care of that. We have some other things to give away through the course of the morning, too. So let's take a quick break. Come back in a moment, and uh, we'll do business as usual. A stupid question with some other stuff for you to win, and we'll also roll out some entertainment stories that uh, took place over the weekend. Stay put. Be back in a few get social with Preston and
0: Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
5: Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. What does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, for starters, my competition really hates me. Watch as we get closer and closer to Black Friday. All my competition will start having their crappy sales. I must be in a business of idiots. What magical, mystical thing happened that made this diamond ring 70% less? You're just too smart to buy this crap. Buy real jewelry from a real jeweler. Come to Steven Singer on Jewelers Row, one place, one price, or online at ihate Stevensinger.com.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, we'll do a stupid question this morning giveaway for a pack of tickets to so join us for Preston and Steve night at the pop up phenomenon Happy Place. Yay! yay. Uh, King of Prush Mall is going to be uh, Thursday, November 14th, so a week from this coming Thursday. Question that I have for you this morning is, okay, name the only person elected twice as both vice president and president of the United States. Huh. 215 wmmr who's the only person that's been elected twice as both vice president and president of the United See, States. I
3: know,
1: president. 215-263-WMMR. That is the number call right now. We'll go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. No, that is incorrect. It's Not Robert Redford. Oh, the Watchmen. That's in the Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, let's go with. I uh, will stay in the vein of politics. Former First Lady Laura Bush is seventy-three years old today.
3: You you consider her MILFy, right, Case? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I like it her a lot. And she's a, a teacher and all that stuff. Well, a librarian, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that like? I think that's what she first. Uh,
4: but she's like super, like highly educated. So like she's
3: I, super, she's smart.
4: She's super yeah. smart. She's uh, Smart. So I don't know where she was a librarian. I don't know like if she was at the Ridley Township Library or she was at the like,
3: Institute. Just just say an institute. Yeah. Or
4: if like you know she was at a, a librarian at like a you know place of higher education. Would that education matter? Would
3: that diminish? Would that detract from her milfiness? Yeah, they're all no. stupid
4: over at the <laughs> uh, Ridley Library. So
3: I, I don't know. I, oh, there. Uh, it's a Ridley librarian now. But it is. but I know, no, I know I what I you're sh- saying.
4: As far as librarians are concerned, I
3: don't know Is if, there a there's, like, order, if there's like a there's superstar. A, yeah, like yeah.
4: the librarian over at Harvard. If you know, like, she you know, like if you can't have like, that like job, a, like a heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah, like, do you need to have a doctorate to be a librarian at, at the Heart? Library of Congress? Right? Yeah. I think, yes.
6: she, I think she's a pretty high level librarian, Casey. She got her Master's of Science degree in Library Science. She's an admiral, right, Nick? From, from the University of, <laughs> of Texas at Austin. I'm going to try and insert some actual information into this. And uh, she worked at the Independent School in Austin uh, for a long time. So she, she ranks high in the library world. There, there you, you go. go
1: 73 today. Matthew McConaughey has a big one. He is the big 5 0 today.
3: Wow. <laughs> Looking good, right, still in good shape. All right. All right. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, and I actually have a story concerning, uh, him and some of his, uh, charitable contributions coming up in a little while. Um, <laughs> but he is, uh, yeah, he's, uh, the big 50 today.
3: First time I saw him was, I guess he was, uh, was that lawyer movie with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, but before that they he were, was in oh, Daisy Time to Confused. Kill? Yeah, I actually saw, I saw Daisy Confused after that. But was Daisy Confused before that? Yeah, I, yeah, I, thought, I think I, it I was. Thought, yeah, okay.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh but yeah, time to kill. Yeah, good, mo- good movie. He's uh, 50 today. Uh, from the television show Night Court, Marky Post.
3: Wow, I used to love Marky Post.
1: Yeah, she was uh she was a little hottie. She was uh, small, very very small in stature. Beautiful though.
3: Do you know love Marky Post as well? Uh, President Bill Clinton. Uh, the rumor was that uh, he, he he let her and her, I guess, boyfriend at the time uh, stay in the Lincoln bedroom of the White House. Okay.
1: Oh uh, yeah. She's 69 today.
3: Loretta Swit from MASH, Hot Lips Houlihan, uh, is 82 today. I loved her in the beginning of the series. She was a great comedic foil. They, they made her more multidimensional as the series went on, and I get that. But they also capped her teeth and gave her all sorts of cosmetic surgery. And I wondered exactly where she was getting that out on the battlefield.
1: Mm. Uh, so happy 82nd! Ralph Macchio also turns—he's uh, 58 today, so it's birthday
3: for him. Wow. And Cobra, Cobra Kai's still going? Uh, <laughs> I don't know—is that still on? Right? It's on know. YouTube TV, right? Right. Yeah. Couple it of seasons. I never, I never did watch it. Uh, I,
1: I saw part of an episode. I'm like, all right, this is fun, but it didn't. It didn't no, suck me. In. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but he's—he is like the forever young guy. He just one of those people that's never changed. There's a guy I went to high school with, and we went back for our 30th reunion. I'm like, dude, this is scary. <laughs> you look like you did in high it. school with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's that type, 58 today. Kathy Griffin has her birthday as well. Is she on tour now? Uh, I think that's pretty much all she does. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. She does these dates. I saw a um, a feature on her uh, where she is making more money than ever. Ever. Yeah. She is making loads and loads and loads of cash for just these shows that she goes out and does. She's not on go. TV
3: anymore. Right. But she is just, she's rolling in cash. Well, when she had her show, she was on channels like Bravo and stuff like that, that are not routinely cash cows. Mm-hmm. So you do all this work and don't really get a lot in return. So I don't doubt it.
1: But she gets paid a lot to do her, her live shows. She's uh, 59 today.
3: Uh, Jeff Probst of Survivor fame. One of the ultimate TV gigs. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. And he does a great job. You can't argue with his sense of um, drama. He does. And he was integral in the development of that show, of uh, all of the the, the concepts
1: and everything that they they came up with. I mean, he wasn't just the host. Uh, He he ran that show. Preston,
3: he came up with the concept that put him at a four-star hotel within driving
1: distance of the campsite. It's phenomenal. What what a great, you know, you get to live in paradise and come and watch these people as they're falling apart bit by bit, literally pieces of their body falling (laughs) off. And uh, and you kick back at the uh, at the hotel bar <laughs> later on that night. Oh,
3: but oh my God, I remember that first season of Survivor. I was consumed with it. We all were. Oh, and you know, Rudy died recently. I know, Rudy uh, really? no. Yeah, he died I don't know. Weekend. That. It yeah. was it was
1: right at the beginning of the weekend. We didn't get a chance Aww. to get to it. I know.
3: He had know. Alzheimer's, Preston. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he Aww. was ninety-one
1: years old. Wow. Man, that's sad. And he was from that first season, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: And um, who is the, the the gay contestant who won? Richard. Uh, Richard Hatch. Hatch, right? So Richard Hatch, and he had this bizarre, you know, sort of contentious but meeting of the minds, and they became best of friends. Yeah. And uh, and
1: there you go. Ah, oh, sad news. Uh, Jeff Probst,
4: fifty eight today. Chris Difford, singer and guitarist. Five on Oh, man, I got the wrong one. What was that? Ah, it was supposed to be this. They do it ah, there you go. Let's squeeze. And uh, he's a, uh, you know,
1: he's a writer and lyricist. Uh, he and uh, Glenn Tilbrook were very, very close in uh, in their partnership. I've yeah.
3: seen them in concert, actually, just them, like three times. Yeah. Where they, you know, just their, their acoustic. Great shows. I hear they're very boring on stage. Really? Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. But, y- yeah, you don't go expecting Kiss, but you go and... and well, not like, Kiss, yeah, yeah. but, I mean, at least
1: yeah. some kind of... They kind of stand there and play. I mean, listen, if yeah. you like the music, you like the music, all there's to, that's all there is to it, no question. They cranked out some great songs. Uh, but uh, this is one of the best. This is my favorite. I, I think it's their most popular, but I still... It's just a brilliant song. It's brilliant. Uh, Chris Difford is 65 years old today. Bethany Frankel, founder of Skinny Girl Cocktails.
3: Skinny girl. You want to be a skinny girl?
1: And uh, well, she, she was one of the Real Housewives, yeah. right? uh, New Jersey? I forgot
6: which one. Well, the same thing. New Jersey, New York. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's uh, 49 that's differences in all those shows.
2: When we were in Clearwater, she was at Sand Pearl, uh, one of the nice hotels there, and she was getting a pedicure at the pool. Oh, at the pool. <laughs> yeah, like I guess they just.
1: Well, everybody's out there yeah. doing their pool thing. Yeah,
2: she was having lunch, and then she got pedicure. a pedicure. Alrighty then.
1: Because she wanted everybody to see her getting look, a I'm current. getting my feet done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the last birthday, I saw Sean Diddy Combs. Wow, Puff Daddy, Diddy, all the other names he went by. Uh, now, listen, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not really hip to the world of of
3: hip hop, but is he still relevant as as a producer? Mm, not I
4: as a, not as right, a, not re- as an artist, not as a recording artist. Yep. No, as no. a
3: producer and mogul, yes. yes, because there was a time where he was just the hottest thing. Yeah. Uh, in the biz. All and it and we, it. The, the news stories would be about him changing his name. Marissa?
7: I just asked our interns, they looked at me like,
3: Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> I mean, they don't even know who that is. <laughs> wow. Well, I just, in the world of
4: music in general, like, you don't necessarily age well, you know, like, oh, yeah, you, you age with your with your audience. And, and and that's about it. Well, it's funny, especially in the world of pop,
1: because I was uh, yeah. I was reminiscing about some past, uh, you know, pop divas like a I saw a story and it mentioned Christina Aguilera. And I remember when she was just the absolute right biggest thing. And it just comes; it, it flares up. It's like herpes. Yes, it flares up, has yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. So you got a little you bit know? of pus, and then yep. and it's gone, and
3: then it's over, and, then, and yeah. then a little bit of an itch, yeah. and, and you move on.
1: Uh, And the same thing will happen with uh, you know all the ones that are that are that are flaring up now. Even I saw uh, who was it the other day, Nicki Minaj or something. I'm like, wow, she retired. She was
4: she was everything, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a while, and now she's Her, retired. Yeah. yeah, Cardi B, and you know, so that's why you got to do things like uh, that. Chick from. Um, I can't remember. Indigo Girls of Four Non Blondes. She writes all the music for these oh, people. Oh, the Four Non Blondes. The Four Non Blondes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, really Not That Pretty. <laughs> no, I know. I can't remember. Yeah. Linda Linda Perry. Yeah, that's, that's, it. It. that's Linda Perry. it. Really Not That Pretty is her um, name.
3: But uh, but it <laughs> she was in a band yeah. called Frilly, <laughs> Frilly <laughs> <and not> <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> Ladies and Gentlemen, Really Not That Pretty.
1: <laughs> you knew who I was talking
3: yeah, about. Yeah, Linda that. Perry, yeah.
1: Why new? Because you just have four non-blondes yeah. and write songs. And uh, uh, I figured okay. that's what it was. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, yes, they, they come and they go. And, and the next thing you know, uh, whoever's hot right now is going to be Absolutely. moved on. And then on. you're on
3: Match Game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, by the way, Forbes, uh, Forbes magazine in 2018 had said that Sean Combs' net worth was $825 million, making him the second richest hip-hop recording artist after Jay-Z. So There
3: you go. He's doing
1: okay. Yeah. He's 50 years old today, so Sean Diddy Combs. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, Who is the only person... Who was elected twice as both vice president and president of the United States? Two one five two six three wmmr the number, and we will go to John for that answer. Good morning, John. Good morning, Preston. All right, John, give Johnny it to Rotten. me. What's that, Johnny Rotten?
8: Johnny Rotten
1: out of uh, Kensington. Oh, nice to talk to you, Johnny Rotten out of Kensington. Do you know the answer to the question which person we're talking about? I, uh, for some strange reason, I think I do. Go ahead. Richard Milhouse Nixon. You are correct, sir. Yeah. Whoa.
9: Whoa.
1: You need to tell me the Sex Pistols were out of Kensington? They are out of Ke- A lot of people don't realize that their roots were right there in Kensington. That, that accent right. threw me off. Uh, so Richard Nixon, that is correct. So hang on the line, John. We're going to get your information. We are going to give you four-packet tickets. He'll be at the happy place with us, guys. <laughs> yes. Johnny Rotten there for Preston and Steve Knight, the pop-up phenomenon. And that will be Thursday, November 14th, 6 to 8 p.m. This interactive, immersive exhibit features more than 15,000 square feet of playful spaces and cheerful moments. It's been called the most Instagrammable pop-up in America. Tickets are on sale now via happyplace.me. The exhibit is here through January 5th, accompanying the space where J.C. Penney was inside the mall. And one or other winners, be excited to meet Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten. Kensington that
3: night. He might finish off the evening being called Johnny Happy Preston. Might be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright, at the box office this weekend, number one was uh, Terminator Dark Fate. It uh, didn't bring in nearly as much as they were hoping uh, with $29 million at the box office. Yeah, the hype
3: machine was in full gear for that, and uh, they spent a lot of money promoting it. Uh, second
1: was Joker, followed by Maleficent Mistress of Evil. Uh, Harriet was fourth. Then he had The Adams Family, Zombieland Double Tap, Countdown, black and blue motherless Brooklyn and number 10 was Arctic dogs. We're going to start with this this broken record Lori Laughlin uh. Uh, not following the lead of the majority of the other parents swept up in the college admission scandal Laughlin and her husband uh, had pleaded not guilty to the new criminal charges uh, that were unveiled on October 22nd. the decision comes as many legal experts caution against gambling on a sympathetic jury. Uh, seven months ago, they were accused of conspiracy to commit money laundering, conspiracy to commit mail
3: fraud, and honest services mail fraud. Do we know how many, Preston, how many other families in this whole thing are pleading not guilty as well? Are they the only ones?
1: That, um, no. Or are most, there, uh, most parents pleaded guilty, it says here in, okay. this, in this story. Uh, so I bet how many, how many I'm, others? I, okay. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, but they were repeatedly warned, uh, that they would face additional charges. They didn't plead guilty and feds charged them. And eleven others with bribery. Uh, so yeah, they they're, they're sticking with it. Felicity <laughs> Huffman has already served her time. She was she was let go eleven a days. Few days early. Eleven yeah. days, yeah.
6: And now she can rebuild her <clears throat> career. I mean, yeah. you know, she's in and out. Her, she's done her time. And I know that there, you know was different dollar amounts with uh, Felicity Huffman, but like she's on, now can begin the process of basically doing career uh, damage repair. Yep. yep. The only thing left is uh, community service.
3: Mm.
1: Lena Dunham needs help, and she isn't afraid to use it. The girl's creator and star was photographed leaving a doctor's appointment in L.A. holding a cane. What? Uh, And once people saw it, she shared a picture on Instagram and explained her situation. Uh, The 33-year-old said she is struggling with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, a rare disorder that causes weak and painful joints and loose skin. Uh, She realizes that she could have pretended to be in uh, Halloween mode, but she opted for truth. Uh, She wrote, uh, the truth is just. This is what life is like when I'm struggling most with chronic illness. And Eller's danlos syndrome flare means that I need support from more than just my friends. So thank you, sweet cane. Uh, She said that admitting that she needed a cane was huge. She said, for years I resisted doing anything that would make my physical situation easier, insisting that a cane would make things weird, Uh, but it's so much less weird. Less weird, excuse me, to actually be able to participate than to, say, uh, stay in bed all day, Let she me- said.
3: Man, she's had all kinds of problems. She has. Let me ask you a question here. So so uh, when we're talking loose skin, how loose are we talking?
1: I don't know. I, I didn't look up anything about this particular syndrome, to tell you the truth. Because we're looking
3: at a picture of her that looks nothing, nothing like her.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, she also addressed the fact that she was wearing a nightgown. She said, yes, I was walking four feet to the car to go to the doctor, and I wanted to be cozy. <laughs> I mean, didn't Bieber wear hotel slippers for like five years? Yeah, so I can wear my glamour ninety for two hours. Uh, that's what my mother-in-law looks like when she stays at our house. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> All <laughs>
6: the time. Oh, speaking of which, I have your um, scooter in my car. Oh, you do? Thank you for letting me borrow it. I forgot we lent you that. You did, yeah. Okay. And, the, and the shower chair, too.
1: All right, cool. Oh, thanks. For you, for you. We'll, we'll need that back. So for when she's boss. walking
6: around like that, now obviously
3: it's your mother-in-law. And you, you just, I'm sure you have to push certain Feelings out of your mind, right? I, yeah. I wear uh, two pairs of underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, no. to, just to protect. You don't Fear listen. A You're a good man. You don't want to have anything illicit take place.
1: Uh, in addition to contending with Ellers danlos Dun- uh, Dunham has endometriosis as well. Oh, my God. After years of openly dealing with that, she had a full hysterectomy, removing her uterus. And I remember that. that yeah. After that, she became dependent on uh, a colonopin. And went to rehab for that. So she's had all kinds of problems. There are some people that are just, man, they get dealt a crappy hand. Yes, you know? one
3: right after another. Yeah,
1: and sometimes it's it's a really big bad thing, or sometimes it's all these little yeah things just that chip are away.
3: Just, yeah, it's just. Ugh, I, I know
1: people like that. No, it I I, I
3: yes. And it, how can it not help but just destroy your outlook on life? Yeah. Uh, Jason Momoa
1: says he recently ate an Oreo cookie <laughs> out of a nine-foot Kodiak bear's mouth for <laughs> Apple TV's new series called C uh he said I had to train to fight a grizzly bear uh you're gonna you're going to watch it it was a kodiak bear uh it stood nine foot tall Jesus they're
3: they're effing huge yeah they're right. giant but they're smaller than polar bears uh polar bears I believe, I believe so. the largest um
1: yeah, yeah. Of, of the of the bear okay. family but but for, from going to the zoo yeah and seeing them in, you know, uh, the, when, I, when I used to go to St. Louis Zoo, the bear enclosure was like one bear after another. Yeah. The there was a grizzlies and the Kodiaks and then a polar bear. Anyway, the, I think the polar, the, the grizzlies seem broader. Okay. They just seem wider. And the polar bears are just freaking long and they're
3: they're, yeah. they're both gigantic. When we know? went to Alaska. But I remember
1: the Kodiaks looking at those going,
3: good God, those things are scary. <laughs> we were going up a tram on the side of a mountain. I forget what town we were in in alaska preston but this hillside was known for where uh kodak bears would uh, like to congregate and so we're not going to see any we're going up we're seeing them one right after another and we're up high and from up high they looked enormous yeah. <laughs> like jesus yeah huge Na- nine feet tall this thing stood uh, this this is the show this is one of the apple plus shows that uh, just
1: debuted Yes. Uh, Yeah. He said uh, you have to get it slowly close to you and be able to interact with it. He said that once uh, the series dropped, he'd give fans a taste of what he did. He said once the episode comes out, I'll put it on my Instagram when I put a cookie in my mouth and (laughs) then he eats it up. Uh, he shared the picture on Friday, so should be interesting.
3: Jeez, the, the raw power of those things is ridiculous.
1: All right, so I watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I, I tried to figure out which character this guy was, but somebody from the cast died over the weekend, Brian Tarantina. I uh, couldn't
3: figure it out either.
1: Yeah, he was 60 years old, and uh, he died of a suspected overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, he may be somebody that works at the, the comedy club that she the first goes to. Uh, page six reports that emergency responders found him unresponsive surrounded by prescription bottles uh glassine envelopes and a white powder
3: inside oh, he so. and he was actually in a number of uh John Hughes movies apparently he I remember him they showed a clip of him in the movie Uncle Buck where uh he takes uh the um the niece bowling and there's these sort of unseemly guys hanging around he's yeah. one of the guys okay and I remembered him from that but okay. I, I guess you see him pop up uh, so wow, that's uh that's very unfortunate. It sucks. Six years old, yeah. Uh after a vicious
1: public split, Bachelor franchise creator oh. M- Mike Fleiss and his wife Laura are reconciling. Oh yeah, they, they are three months after they reportedly agreed on a divorce settlement. So they were ready for they were ready to wrap it up and then they found love again. I realized I love you. Uh over the summer. <laughs> Uh, She said, my husband and I went through a challenging time, as all marriages do. There was an emotionally charged incident in which we fought over a phone. And And I love you. And both exhibited immature and irresponsible behavior. uh, behavior. Fought over a phone. Does that mean... Text fighting or physically fighting. I want that phone. (laughs) I want that phone. I want that phone. I want it. It looks like an old British phone. I want it. Uh, This situation led to making rash decisions that we both both regret.
3: I don't want that phone. That's Laura. (laughs) (laughs) I was impulsive. I don't want that phone anymore. I want you. Uh, She also. I don't want the phone either. (laughs) We both don't want the phone. Then can I have the phone? You bastard. Where's
1: our bachelor music? We need this. There
3: we go. I want you to know I no longer want the phone. (laughs) You don't? (laughs) You can have the phone. I never wanted the phone. I just wanted to hurt you. You never wanted the phone? Can I have the phone? (laughs) I don't want to have that phone around. It reminds us of the way we were. (laughs) Let's get a princess phone.
1: <laughs> I love that phone. <laughs> and I love you. What about the old-style phone where you have to hold the, the receiver up to your ear yeah, and then the and other... that's the
3: operator to connect you.
1: Like they used on the Andy Griffith show.
3: That might, you know what? Might. I realized that for the longest time, I had you on Love Waiting. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I clicked through,
1: and you were in my heart. <laughs> um... She also said uh, that reports of him attacking her were erroneous. Uh, So that's a a bunch of nunya. (laughs) Uh,
6: She's attractive. He's kind of goofy.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh It's weird weird that they're
6: announcing these things on Twitter, isn't it? I mean, Um, I I guess that's where the world lives. But, like, she announced it and he announced it and now we're reporting on it. Well, I guess they're
1: going to, I mean, listen. They love each other. It's going to come out in the news. We didn't have
6: a phone. It's (laughs) going (laughs) to...
1: We gave it away because it was divisive. Uh, I I I
3: didn't even want to see that phone.
1: I guess because they're in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And rather than making a press release, which seems a little bit more... Less personal, this Smells is how you do it. fishy to me,
6: Preston. Right. Yeah. Something's fishy. Well,
4: oh. real quick then, Nick, if you're looking at their uh, Twitter, yeah. uh, how many followers do they have? How m- you know, Because well, I don't know who the hell these people are. I know. He's got a lot. She she just
6: joined uh, in November of 2019. So she joined to make this release. With the express purpose of uh, of uh, announcing the yeah. reconciliation. And Mike Fleiss, uh, Casey's got nearly 100,000 followers. So, okay. the, you know, people in the Bachelor world uh, right. know yeah. who this guy is. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, anyhow, uh, they're they're getting it back together. Uh, f- uh, birthday boy Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, well, firefighters near L.A. got a special visit from him, and also Wild Turkey Master Distiller Eddie Russell, other members of the Wild Turkey community, and volunteers at Operation Barbecue Relief. They cooked. Prepared and delivered meals to them, and thanks for their heroic work battling blazes throughout California. Of course, seven wildfires are burning, so they got out there and fed them, which is a— uh, Good for
3: them. Good pretty for McConaughey. Cool, pretty cool thing to do. Seems like a good guy. A little quirky, but <laughs> a good guy. And he's, yeah. so he's doing this on his birthday. Uh, what well, well, today's his birthday. But, he's yeah. doing his birthday weekend.
1: Yeah, it was over the weekend. I should have sure. put two and two together. But that's, I just don't
3: <laughs> listen anymore.
1: That's cool that they uh, that they went out and did that. Yeah, he is quirky, but you know he's an actor. Yeah, you know that's uh, he's an arty type, and uh, you know he's. Uh, I, but you got to like him. He's uh, he's very entertaining. Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth Rooney are calling off their engagement after no after two years <laughs> together. Uh, O'Donnell, who's fifty seven, hasn't discussed Rooney, who's thirty four, openly recently, and her presence has been scrubbed. From the stars Instagram,
3: I uh, wonder if Rosie herself does the scrubbing. I assume an assistant does the scrubbing, right? I don't know. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, the Boston cop Rooney has returned the
1: favor, deleting pics of the pair, including her engagement shot from October of 2018. Rosie was previously married to Kelly Carpenter and Michelle Rounds, and uh, Michelle died from apparent suicide in 2017, two years after their split. So
3: I had heard that
4: Rosie was. Shut uh- your f- what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, never mind. No, I hit the wrong okay.
1: one. <laughs> uh, let's go with somebody we don't know. Katerina Scorzon. Katerina Scorzon. Yes. Uh, she's on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she and her family are about to become a party of
3: five. This is amazing. She amazing, knows. amazing. She Katerina Scorzon from Grey's Anatomy is about to become a... Uh, a mommy. Announced her news on Instagram, explaining that she is pregnant with her
1: third child, with her husband, Rob Giles. And where is he from? Uh, the th- I don't know. The <laughs> 38-year-old uh, shared a sweet pic of herself, Giles and the two children, uh, who are uh, daughters Paloma, Pippa, Michaela, and <gasps> Eliza.
3: We live in an age where a family can just randomly sit down and, by using their <laughs> phone, take a photograph of the family. Unbelievable!
1: <laughs> Actually, it's pretty cool. Nick pulled it up. Uh, they, um, the The Adams family shot's pretty cute. Uh, so they uh, they they did it with the the graphics in the background and everything. But did anyhow, you see the
3: Kim Kardashian? Not she's derail, the Kim Kardashian picture of them as she was as uh, Betty Rubble. No, no? I, I mean, oh my God, the elaborate nature of these Hollywood uh, Hollywood Halloween yeah. costume pictures. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Uh, Speaking of that family, Rob Kardashian has been absent from the public eye in recent years, but the 32-year-old gave fans a peek at his slimmed-down frame standing next to Kris Jenner. Uh, He shared a picture on Instagram and was dressed up for Halloween in a Trolls costume. Uh, He also hit the town over the weekend with his sisters Kylie and Kendall. You Uh, like what you see Kendall, who turned 24 on Sunday, captioned the picture, 5 a.m. birthday adventures with my two fave people. I got my hack together, and I've slimmed down a little bit. So they were out and about (laughs) over the weekend. He's
3: He's virtually dead.
1: Hey, this is cool. (laughs) Director Peyton Reed is signed on for Ant-Man 3. Ah. Oh. Says a report by the Hollywood Reporter. Reed also directed the first two Marvel Cinematic Universe films about the almost microscopic superhero. He did Ant-Man and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, The third installment of the Ant-Man series will reportedly see the return of Paul Rudd playing Scott Lang. No confirmation that the Wasp, a.k.a. Hope Van Dyne, played by Evangeline Lilly, will return yet. They need her back. She was great. Uh, The last time the pair appeared in a film together was in Avengers Endgame. She was in a very small part of it. I just
3: watched it last night. It's so awesome. Mm. I love that
1: movie. So the word is... Love
3: that movie. According to the comic book gurus, our uh, own Craig Legons and Rockstar Rob, say that this Ant-Man movie will be pivotal to the next phase of Marvel movies. Okay. So watch out for it.
4: All right, so what is the next Marvel movie to expect out then?
1: I have a list here. Ooh. Let me get through the rest of this, okay. and then I'll tell you that. So plot details and the release date remain a mystery. Shooting is reportedly scheduled to begin at the end of next year or the beginning of 2021 with a potential 2022 release. Uh, we do know that there are three unnamed Marvel movies slated to release in 2022, and I'll backtrack in a second right. here. But for... Uh, for the MCU in 2020, here's what we're going to get. The New Mutants on April 3rd. Yes. Black Widow on May 1st. Awesome. Yep. And The Eternals on November 6th. In that- 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. On February 12th, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. On May 7th uh, is when that will be. And Thor, Love and Thunder on November 5th.
4: Awesome.
1: Uh, for the upcoming streaming service, Disney Plus, which uh, launches on the 12th officially, MCU content will also include The Falcon and Winter Soldier in yes. the fall of next year, uh, WandaVision in spring of 2021, Loki in spring of 2021, Marvel's What If in summer 2021, and then Hawkeye in the fall of
3: 2021. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah,
4: it's a I lot. I just. Purchased the Disney Plus. Uh, I did like the year thing. Yeah. I don't even know. You save like 20 bucks or something like that. But I have no idea where to get it. I own it. I don't know where to get it. I don't. It, you know, it's it wasn't something. I have a Roku TV. Yeah, and uh, you know, I was searching <laughs> That's so awesome. to see That's if there where was we a, are. Yeah, yeah. Did I was you check the
3: the, the apps uh, on the Roku.
4: That we, yeah. you can add. They didn't have it. And they didn't. No, there were there were other Disney things. Now my Roku TV maybe needs to be updated or okay, something. So, I don't know. Is it officially
6: available yet? What. Disney Plus. Yeah, you can buy it now. No, I mean, is it viewable yet? Right. Is no. The actual, okay. So maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe once yeah. it's viewable... Where we'll do kill, I get it? I don't
3: know. In, in a way, it's like buying gas before you purchase the car. Right. Because... So here's the deal. If
4: if I'm... If I need to get, like, a new, like, Roku you or, or Apple TV... But... So... Can I... Can I... Here's the thing. Oh, my God. I can... Should I get the new Apple TV for my... You know, and then...
3: Could I put the Disney Plus on that? I I, I would imagine so. What they're trying I, to do, like yeah. Apple Plus, will be available. though Nick Murphy was telling me he was trying to get it on on other platforms. They realize that they lose by not being on as many platforms as possible. Right, so you I can't would, find
1: it. Right. I can't find. It. Have you gone by Swiss Farms yet? Maybe they <laughs> got it. There. You can just drive through and get
4: yeah. it. I, don't know. I love Swiss Farms. All thing. right, yes. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio has praised Greta Thunberg after the two met to discuss their commitment to fighting climate change. On Friday, the actor uploaded two photographs on Instagram showing himself uh, sat beside her in a garden. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street star went on to describe how he hopes world leaders see her message as a wake-up call.
3: Don't tell me he's dating her. No. No, she's way too young for <laughs> Way him. too young. Uh, give, me, give it a couple give years. It for, yeah, <coughs> right. Uh, I'll call you in three years.
1: He said <laughs> yeah. it is because of Greta and young activists everywhere that I am optimistic about what the future holds. I was. It was an honor to spend time with Greta. Uh, the actor added that uh, this marks the beginning of a working relationship with Thunberg uh, to amplify their respective environmental work. He said, uh, "She and I have made a commitment to support one another, in hopes of securing a brighter future for our planet." Uh, the post has already garnered well. This was yesterday that I saw as more than three million likes. It's probably way over that at this point. Yeah, it's over four and a half million at this point.
3: That's the only picture I've ever seen of her smiling.
1: I know, I know. Yeah, so they got to they got to hang out together. Uh, let's see. How about uh, let's go back to <clears throat> uh, superhero movies. Hang on a second. Uh, yes, this is what I have. Sony has set a date for Miles Morales to web-swing back into theaters. The sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse will hit theaters on April 3rd of 2022. In addition to God the Almighty. Spider-Verse sequel date, Sony has moved back, moved back to Vivo, an animated musical featuring songs from Lin-Manuel Miranda, which is now uh, going to open April 16th, 2021. Speaking of, uh, uh, let me take a moment here because <clears throat> watching... Watching, I'm not going to uh, say, watching uh, Endgame last night, and I couldn't help because this stuff is still fresh with some of the uh, top tier actors kind of beating yeah, up yeah. On, on the superhero movies. While there are moments like near the end of that movie where it's absolute chaos and battle and all these fantastical things are taking place, the first Hour of that movie is nothing but heart. It's nothing but
3: yep. it's well done yep. acting, yeah. yeah. and it's emotional, and it's real cinema. So people need to shut their blowholes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because again, I'll take a, a, the scene where Ant Man. Oh my God! Shows up and his sees daughter. his daughter is now a an adult. I was crying. Oh my God! I was absolutely crying watching it. I love you, night. Martin Scorsese, but stuff a sock in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it. I agree. Yeah. Sit on it, Scorsese. <laughs> Potsy. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, up re- your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> Francis Ford of <Coupler. laughs>
1: What's another? What's another sitcom insult? From that's old- not. That's not from Happy Days <laughs> or oh, from uh, or from Welcome Back, Kotter that what, we could use. What
3: would be one?
1: Uh, uh, damn it! I don't know.
3: Oh. Uh, um... <laughs> Suck my ass from Small Wonder.
8: You remember that? Suck my ass from Small Wonder. Suck my ass. Suck my ass, Vicky.
4: Oh, Harriet. How rude. All right, anyway.
1: How about this? Uh, The original Spider-Verse won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature and was praised for its innovative animation style and inclusive storytelling. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. And I went into it. A little bit skeptical. How's this animated superhero movie? And I ain't
3: gonna like that. I loved it. It was great. I agree. Uh,
1: The film voice starred uh, Shemake Moore as Miles Morales, a teenager who takes up the mantle of Spider-Man after the death of Peter Parker. Uh, Other big names that were in that were Leah Schreiber, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Mahersha Ali, and Brian Tyree Henry. I don't know who all would return for that.
3: Mahersha Ali is... The going to be the new Blade. I wonder when that's going to Ooh, out. he's going to be great. Perfect. He's going to be freaking great. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, so we're not going to see the next
1: Spider-Verse movie until 2022.
3: So. Uh, so, again, let me ask you this. As as I found myself with the, the uh, wealth of comic book stuff on television and streaming services and sort of tapping out on some things I had been watching. Do you do you think you're you're going to become more selective in what you go to see now as far as because or or in the theater? Yeah. Will you wait longer? Will everything be a must see in the theater? I've already started to do that.
1: I waited way too long to go see um, the last uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I saw it. You know, they popped it back in theaters. I went to go see it. I have not seen Joker, and I probably won't see Joker. Huh. Um, there's
8: just a
4: handful... Joker's not a movie that I think you have to see in a theater. All these other movies, you got to go see it in the theater, man, with the big you but... know screen and the
1: thundering. No, no. M- while it might not be big cinematically, yeah. No. A couple of years ago, I would have been opening weekend. It was yep. you know it's another yep. uh, superhero movie. I'm there. Um, you know, or super villain movie or whatever you want to. Call because it. they
3: were not coming as. Yes. Often. Yeah, so maybe you, you, five, had to, six, you had to savor them. Now you know that every time you turn around there's gonna be another one in the uh Yes. Yeah. So I've already chamber. I've already not necessarily on purpose, but I've just like Venom was one
1: I I, I waited to see at home. I didn't even yeah. I didn't even
4: watch it at home. Yeah. Well, I mean the real Marvel ones, you know, anything that was in the Avengers universe or anything that's going to be in this whole like what was it? Marvel Point yeah, yeah. four whatever. Uh I'm gonna go see it in the theater. Like right, it's, yeah. uh, I've seen them all in the theater. Now I also, Steve, I've got three kids that like to see them in the theater. I yeah, got, I got, got a, it. yeah, I got a Absolutely. nephew who likes to, you know. So,
3: but I think I, you'd be fine if you were just like the first time you were to see Endgame, if you watched it on a phone. I think you'd be fine, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. All right, and then one last story: uh, Sesame Street's very own
1: Cookie Monster celebrated his fiftieth anniversary of the addition to the cast. Oh my wow. god! It was on the second. It was so it was uh, on Saturday. Uh, and it was 1969. Yep, No I love how his
3: ex-wives came out. Right, wasn't that nice him yeah. to do that?
1: Uh, his actual age is unconfirmed. He is, and I don't go on Twitter that often, but he is a hilarious follow on yeah. Twitter. Is he? Okay. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> wh- whoever's doing that, who, the, the account handles it wonderfully. It's uh, I might very, have to do that. It's very funny stuff. Uh, the Blue Muppet has turned over a new leaf, uh, he's encouraging children to eat healthy snacks rather than just relying on a diet consisting oh, entirely
10: so of cookies.
3: But he still eats his cookies and still loves his well, cookies. Well, what he's suggesting is that you take the cookie dough and shape it into healthy-looking food. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Baby when
2: steps. I, when I was a kid and I used to watch it, I remember thinking, oh, God, there's crumbs everywhere when he was oh, finished he eating. Like I'm that, not yeah. ki- are I'm you serious? Yeah. You poor Even child. Then, I, seriously? poor, poor yeah. child. I remember just thinking, there are crumbs, like wherever he's eating, there's crumbs everywhere.
1: I had a cookie monster <laughs> puppet yeah. uh, when I was a kid, and they had, there was a little hole in the back in his mouth where you could uh, put the cookies, the you cookies? Could put the cookies and <laughs> it would slide down. It would go into your
3: hand, but, yeah. but uh, of course, I had him That's eat cookies cool. all the time. For a while, during the whole Sesame Street initial furor, um, over there, everyone was just... Enraptured by uh, the the show, they released a whole series of pretty accurate puppets, and that was probably one of those puppets. Probably. Because I remember they were just great. Yep, he's awesome. All right, uh, let's do the clips now.
1: His dark materials. Huh? The epic trilogy of fantasy novels following two children as they wander through a series of parallel universes is being adapted into an HBO series. That sounds interesting. Is
4: this the Golden Compass? So there's a giant polar bear in yeah. this, right? And I was oh, a bunch of giant polar I was going to ask earlier, like, if that was the actual size of a polar bear, or did they make it bigger for this show? I don't know. So, Maybe don't know. HBO polar bears are bigger.
1: <laughs> uh, but the Golden Compass had a the polar bear, right? Yeah, that yeah, look so. very
3: similar with, like, an armor thing on it. Yeah. I Let's different. see if
1: these are connected, because I think they might be. What's this one called? His Dark Materials. Uh, in this clip, Ruth Wilson discusses how her character differs between the books and the TV series. Here we go. Well,
0: no, she is a horrible person. She does horrible, horrific things. But what we've done, and Philip's given us license to dig a bit deeper into Mrs. Coulter. In the book, she's a bit like the White Queen from Behind the Witch in the Wardrobe. She comes in and out like she do not sort of get to know her. In this, we've got a bit more space to get
1: to know her and see her on her own. Ah, bullsh-t. You love everything, but, 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 but. Uh, His Dark Materials premieres today. Uh, at HBO and that will on HBO and that is at nine. Yeah,
6: same author, same
3: series.
1: Okay. All right.
6: There you go. Next clip. A skeptical
1: female psychologist, a Catholic priest in training, and a blue-collar contractor investigate a church's backlog of unexplained mysteries in a new drama called Evil. I watch it. Is it good? It's really good. Okay. Uh in this clip, Katja Herbers. Uh, discusses the possibilities behind the mysteries. Here we go.
11: Now, what I like about David's character, played by Mike Coulter, is that he he wants to first look at the science and the psychology, make sure that there's, you know, that, that we've covered everything there before we consider a demonic possession or anything
1: supernatural at play. Yeah. Uh, Casey, she was in The Leftovers, uh, played Dr. Eden, and uh, also she was on Westworld.
4: Too. Can you go up to her picture so I can see her? Right here.
3: Look familiar? No. Okay. So take a little bit of um, <laughs> of debunking with the possibility of paranormal stuff, and that's the way the show approaches it. It's okay. pretty cool. Uh, Thursdays
1: at 10 o'clock, and that is on CBS. And there you go. That's what I have for you in the Entertainment Report this morning. I want to give away some more of these movie passes. Like I said earlier, I kind of fell behind and forgot to get to all these. But we have a screening tonight of this uh, movie called Dr. Sleep. Uh, it's essentially a sequel to The Shining that Stephen King wrote. Uh, so it's going to be at the Landmark Ritz Five tonight at seven thirty. You'll need to be there by seven, and it doesn't open until Friday, November eighth. So hey, it's a movie on us before. You can see it in its wide release. So let's take, yeah, we'll take another, uh, we'll take 11 callers this time. Eleven. Uh, yeah, uh, one, thank one, you, because 10 would have ten. seemed desperate. Yeah. Yep, 215-263-WMMR <laughs> is the number. Call right now, and we'll put you on our list. We're going to take a break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget, we have a special announcement, and we may be ready to get to that when we return. We'll see. But it involves a chance for you to get something for free today and maybe even win some money. We'll have those details when we get back. Stay with us.
11: Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, December 2nd at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. If scheduling prevents you from attending in person, you can still make a difference. Stop by your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register. Just look for the Camp Out can when you go. Your donation goes towards foods that Phil abundance needs most to help area families. Go to wmmr.com slash campout for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
1: We have an announcement to make. This we're, is uh, great. Yes, we're going to make this announcement right now. and Then we're going to tell you about something special that we're going to do this morning. So first and foremost, the official uh, rollout of this. The, uh, the formalities, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, I just would like to announce that hers is the official chip of the Preston institution yes! Ah! Chip,
10: chip, chip, chip,
1: yes ladies wow. and gentlemen hers The company you know and love. Uh And we love them. Is the official chip of the Preston and Steve show. And actually, and it comes with it some pretty badass perks, to be honest. (laughs) As I came in this morning, it's not full yet, but I saw a, a Hers shelf In our green room that is going to be apparently filled with hers products all the time.
3: All the time. So we have... God bless America. Like like
1: when you go into a convenience store (laughs) or a deli, you see all that stuff, all the the bags. We're going to have that here all the time.
3: I love it. I
1: freaking love it. That's pretty badass. And they are going to be assisting with their, this year's Camp Out for Hunger. We can't thank them enough. That is the big, big deal. Most oh, they're
3: going to be providing food down there, some, some chips to eat and all that stuff. It's good. To have them part of this means everything.
1: Yeah, so we're excited about that. And in conjunction with this wonderful announcement, we have your chance to stop by and grab some free chips throughout the morning. We have secured... 250 bags of hers (laughs) chips to give away yeah 250 bags this morning and with that if you stop by and i'll tell you where you need to go in a moment we have a correspondent standing out live on the street
3: a very famous journalist
1: if you stop by and grab a free bag of hers chips this morning you could be in the running. Somebody is going to get $250 in cash.
3: Nice. 250 bucks. How about that?
1: 250 bags. It's It could not possibly get better. The synergy <laughs> is wonderful. Well, it is getting better, Steve, because we're going to go to our on-the-street correspondent.
3: You know, people like to talk about Dan Rather yeah. and other people. Uh-huh. Great. You know, the Walter Cronkites, when you're yep. talking about a real journalist a real on the scene yep. coverage kind of guy this guy is the full package we didn't
1: even know what we had until recently no we did uh, not but uh, but he made his debut on our show a week or two ago uh, we just had him pop on uh, to talk about uh, the whatever topic we happen to be covering at the time and we're like this is gold cool. uh, so on location right now we have intern Ben yeah! for his first on the street assignment with the President and Steve show hey Ben are you there this is an outrage.
8: <laughs> it
1: is, isn't it? <laughs> there we go. Well done, you, Ben. Out there on the street. <laughs> All right, Ben, so what we need to know from you are the specifics of where you are and uh, what people need to do to come by and get their free bags of hers chips this morning.
9: So we are in the parking lot of the Roosevelt Mall. We're right outside of Boking Donuts right there at um, Roosevelt in Bustleton, Or if I caught in the Okay. And we are ready to go. We got the chips ready to go. We got barbecue, cheese curls, sour cream and onions, salt and vinegar and pretzels. All right, and,
1: and here's the deal. So, Ben, all people need to do is just stop by, grab a bag of chips, and if they are interested in winning the $250, just jot down their name and phone number, correct? Correct. And then at some point this morning when we're done... Uh, we're going to draw a name randomly, and somebody's going to win $250. A nice. random
3: process. You get your, night, your wonderful HERS products. You get your uh, potential to win 250 bucks. It's a great Monday morning.
1: Now, Ben, how can people find you? What should they look for? I mean, are you just standing out in the parking lot by yourself, or what What, what do they need to see?
9: So, if you're coming from the ballpark, you're right behind a big Roosevelt mall sign. Yep. So we pick on social media of that and we're right past what
3: we When right. you see, when you see a guy you would never want to babysit your kids, you're there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so what, what what
1: do they look for? What do you what do you have set up? Something for people to to catch their eye. So
9: we had the MM Army vehicles parked right close to the street. We had the big NMR tent and we have all our chips up on the table ready to be given out to our listeners. Awesome. Okay. Are
4: you gonna be autographing bags of chips, Ben?
9: I will. I will autograph the
4: actual chips. <laughs> All right, Here we go. The, the actual chips, the
8: actual out chips themselves.
1: The
3: if you request it, he'll do it. He's a full service reporter. All right, excellent. Okay, Ben,
1: hang out there. Give that stuff away. We'll check in with you a little bit later on. Okay. So All right, there we chips, go. He's got the chips. 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 chips the chip, official. Chip, 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 chips, you. Chip. You chip. The official chip of the Preston and Steve show. Hers. And uh, also, uh, make sure that you, I want to remind you, grab a, a few bags of Philly's hometown snack, Hers, at your local grocery store, Hers Forever Good.
3: There was actually a uh, fight in the Morrison household. Oh, no. That I precipitated over. Um, uh, I picked up a, uh, the, you know, the container of the Hers cheese balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I brought them home and I said, hey, hon, you know, there's uh, the, the Hers cheese balls on the thing. And they, you know, had a jack-o'-lantern little design on it. Oh, Okay. I go back. I just casually, I come back. It's half empty. Oops. And so she goes, never buy those again. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I, I like, well, I like them. I want to have them. You yeah. just have to practice a little restraint, right? And not overeat in one sitting. I bought them again, uh-huh. and that caused the fight. Oh, uh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, because she's like, what did I say? And I'm saying, honey. 35 cheese balls, only 150 calories.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: I mean, that, you know, so when you're done, just count off 35 and you're yeah. good. Uh, so stop by and Ben will
1: be there at the Roosevelt Mall in Northeastville until about 9.15. And then after we uh, after we uh, get done, we'll, we'll draw the name and you might win $250. We have 250 bags of Hearst chips. They're free. Stop by and uh, grab one today and maybe you win the money, which is pretty cool. Awesome. Too. All right, so... Uh, we'll check back in with Ben later on. In the meantime, I noticed a couple of Ooh. things. Yeah, from over the weekend. The that...
3: Monday is always the best. He had a whole weekend to notice things that you couldn't.
1: I noticed he a lot. He gets
3: around his alter ego is drummer in a popular rock band. <laughs> but at night, he becomes the noticer. I mean, later on in the night after the band is done.
1: Yeah, which is really, really late. <laughs> uh, a, you guys probably saw this, but this is worth bringing up. A boat that has been grounded in shallow rapids near Niagara Falls. Casey, you were just there. Yeah has been grounded since 1918, over 100 years. Yes. 101 years. Became dislodged on Halloween night and moved downriver about 150 feet. I mean, like, Uh Steve, it's been there so long that they have plaques dedicated.
4: Dedicated to to it. Tell you the information about what you're looking at. Well, it wasn't because my cousin was telling me about a ship that was, it was basically like a trash barge. It's like a barge. It's a barge.
3: Yeah, so it's from uh, from 1918, you said, Preston? That's when it happened. Right, so it, it got lodged there. Uh, they As to this point, they're still trying to get the crew off. No. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the
1: development was reported by Niagara Parks. Uh, the boat was again grounded in a new location. It's on the Canadian side. The agent, Well, it's yeah. close to that side. It's not, yeah. So the agency says that the, the boat, an iron-dumping scowl, uh, became stuck after an incident on August 6, 1918, where the barge broke loose from a tugboat. Uh, two of the men... Uh, two men were rescued in a joint effort between the U.S. Coast Guard and local authorities. Uh, the men open dumping doors in the bottom of the barge in a successful attempt to slow the
3: boat from being carried away down the current. If they hadn't done that, they would have gone over. They would have gone over the falls. Imagine, honestly, Preston. I, I know when you've, in case you were just there, when you drive towards the falls and you're seeing, uh, you know, the river leading feeding into it on, on the side, and you're seeing the signs and the warnings in the water. I start getting nervous. Oh, I I do too. It's like, point of no... Because if anything, epitomizes the phrase point of no return. Yep, It's that those last couple yards, it's just, it
4: makes you tense. I'll tell you what, um, standing at the top of the falls and Mm -hmm. watching the water go over, it is mesmerizing. Yes. Hypnotic. It is. And I was, I can understand why people would want to go over the falls. Not to die, but to just... It, to go for a swim. Well, I mean, it's sort of like an inviting thing. Like, it is. When I, was, when I was standing there, Steve, I was like, I had to see something go over the falls. So I went and grabbed, like, sticks and stuff Another like that. Another tourist. No, <laughs> no, but I wanted to grab something that was um, uh, biodegradable. I didn't yes. want to throw my you know, plastic water bottle over. <laughs> yeah. So I went and grabbed, like, some sticks and stuff that I could throw into yeah. the, the water and watch it go over the falls. It was... I loved it. I love that. <laughs> it was so cool. No, I know what you mean.
1: There's something about, you know, obviously the, the free fall and uh, eventual smashing on the rocks below is the negative part of that. Yeah. But the look of the way that water flows is like, how would that feel to <sighs> be
10: part of that? Yeah, <sighs> yeah.
1: that <laughs> yeah. That's
10: how it would feel. <sighs> yeah.
1: This is a bad idea. Man, There is there is old footage <laughs> of a reporter on the American side. Who's just doing a report? I don't even know what about. And in the background, you see somebody run and jump into the water. Have you ever seen that? No, that's that's a person ending their life right then and there. It's
3: it's it's freaky. How many suicides do they say? Always been loads, Uh, and they uh, they don't always report on it. Right, think a lot of times they don't know that they have occurred.
4: Yeah, yeah. I would pay good money to watch that barge go over though. It would be I, I, would be say, awesome. I was yeah. saying the same thing this it morning. It would be awesome. Could yeah. you
3: imagine so back then when they're heading towards the the uh, the the falls the edge of the falls and they're opening up these things to slow down the the uh the flow. The flow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I would have just shot myself in the head. Yeah. In the 60s they <laughs> Do we turn- have a
1: gun? In the 60s they turned it off. Uh they they had the yeah. ability to funnel that uh to it's channel
4: that water.
3: Yeah, it's white- a gigantic faucet pressed with his- yeah. gigantic <laughs>
4: If they can do that, why don't they turn it off and move the barge out of the way? Because, I mean, if the barge goes over... It's going to cause uh, some major problems down there. Yeah, I don't know.
3: No, I, probably
4: Apparently not.
1: Apparently,
6: it's a bit of a process to yeah. do it. so mm. yeah, um, It must not be worth it. It's yeah. too expensive or too difficult. Uh,
1: since this uh, boat was uh, grounded, uh, the boat has remained about one-third of a mile from the edge of Horseshoe Falls and about one-tenth of a mile from Canadian shores. So it's about a tenth of a mile off of the, the Canadian side.
3: They should permanently lock it in place, Preston, and do like a marshaloo thing and make it a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Halloween night of this year, uh, there was severe weather, heavy currents,
1: and it resulted in the boat being turned and twisted. It flipped on its side. It didn't really go. It it kind of pivoted about 180 degrees. Like one part of it stayed in the same area, and it just kind of like a gate kind of swung.
3: Oh, it's getting ready. But
1: mm-hmm. it got closer. The boat had been deteriorating badly. That's part of it is it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been in there 100 years, and it's it's rusting away. Uh, the commission extensively documented it last year, actually, to mark the 100th anniversary of the rescue and the grounding of the scow. As for how long the boat will remain in its new location, they said it's anyone's guess.
3: So you get another storm. And that that was a, a powerful storm, but they've had other storms. Right. You get something now that it's pointed in this. They say now that it's pointed in this angle, mm-hmm. uh, it's more likely that eventually you get a, a bad, bad storm can put it over the side. Wow.
4: Yeah, I'd like to see that happen. I would love to see. I that I would like yeah. to see that happen, as long as it doesn't mess things up for like the Maid of the Mist. So I did the Maid of the it, Mist. If by it lands way.
3: on the Maid of the Mist, yeah. it's going to be, yeah, yeah. it's going to yeah. be a problem. Uh, yeah, you did do Maid, of yeah, Maid. Yeah, can I just do a quick
4: little review of, uh, of my time spent in Niagara? Uh, Maid of the wait, Mist. Wait, let
3: me help you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Made of the mist. <laughs> totally awesome. Totally badass. Do it on a sunny, warm day because you go down there and, and you get like very, very wet. But holy crap was that and it was quick. I mean, we you know yeah. people are very dismissive of it and they it's think, amazing. Oh, this is cheesy thing. No way. Ride it. No. You'll see. It. It's and, awesome. And and honestly, like we you know, I was there obviously there in um October and it gets way, way more crowded in the summer months. But if you can go in like a nice warm October day, yeah, do it then because the crowds aren't that bad. I paid my money. And then I walk, you got to walk down these little things, get on an elevator, and then you get down there. I walked right on the boat. Yeah. Like, right, you know, there was like virtually no waiting at all. Let me ask
1: you when you uh-huh. were on the boat, because I've done it as well a few years ago, and, and they pull up into the thick of it all, and it's you're surrounded by Hers- Horseshoe Falls. Did they have a voiceover that was going? I don't even recall, perhaps. Because it was. I, yeah, I think so. Because on mine, it, it was like this it was like, Welcome to the majesty of Niagara. <laughs> And right
3: as all is good, I'm like, oh, oh, my God. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm like, dear God, this is incredible. I had this, Preston. I had three testicles. Oh. And I'm like, why Why are they? What is this about? You know. went on the mow
1: <laughs> of, yeah. mo of the mist. The mow of the mist. <laughs> Not the maid of the mist. The mook of oh, so. the, the mist. The mook of the mist.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Gary Lauer. I had three testicles. What are we paying for here again? <laughs> but you're right, and you look up at this oh, the, the, motion, this wall, this this
1: the natural power. Unbelievable. Yeah.
4: Um, you know, and you're just, or at least I was, like hypnotized. Yes. You know, We're like, wow. Yeah. And you're kind of like following a drip from the time it leaves. It goes over, the, it crests over the falls, and you follow it all the way down. Oh, my God. I loved it. Kathy, did yeah. this hold any fascination
1: yeah, at all? I, okay, I've all never right. been. I've yeah. never
2: okay. been there. It's something that I want to do. Uh, it's just not, it, it, I guess, maybe like a like a long weekend or something. It's like, you know, yes, a yeah, planned vacation. All you need. That's, yeah, all you need. that's all you need. That's, you need. that's, you need.
4: You need. Like- that's what I was going to say, because my friend was asking me about it over the weekend. I said, because he was talking about, like, doing a week-long vacation. I'm like, no. I'm like, you can get it done in a weekend. Because, like, what we did is we got up. By the way, went to Tim Hortons.
3: It's Nothing to write home about. <laughs> Alright, compare yeah. Tim Tim Hortons and The Falls. <laughs> uh, Tim
4: Hortons.
3: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, donuts as you've never had them before. With Canadian excellence baked into every succulent
1: morsel. Casey, it's yeah. it's not gourmet, it's just yeah. they're so ubiquitous, they're all over the yeah. place, people. It's just it's like it's, anything else. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you just love it because it's regional. Now yeah.
3: that you've seen the falls, <laughs> prepare to really be dazzled. Tim Hortons. It's not Dunkin' Donuts. Did you do the uh the walk behind the falls? No, uh because we we did the the maid and You we... can actually walk down so if people don't know there's a, there's you can walk down to a point in which you're actually in, in the yeah. cliffside behind the falls. Yeah, but we're... it's
1: very the, to see the falls is a very small little Yep. You can't get too, too close to he it. You stick your head out. Th- not really worth <laughs> we it. We were only...
4: <laughs> your head gets ripped <laughs> off. We were only in Canada for like a day, you know? Okay. So I just, I'm like, I just, I want to go see Canada, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. So we, after we did the Made of the Mist, we went back. Whole uh... of Tim Hortons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ladies um, and gentlemen, you think you've had donuts.
4: I the... will say, though, there, I mean, there is like... Circus sideshow things going on all over Niagara. Oh they're, yeah, they love haunted houses up there. By the way, these haunted houses were not there just because yeah, of October. Permanent. It's the, it's a permanent fixture there. Yeah. It's wild little Wildwood boardwalky, you know, well, like all the lights really. and stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, they they needed stuff because you see the falls, yeah. and then you leave. You're, you're there. Yeah. You, can, you can get a couple hours out of it. It's amazing. But what do you want to do now? You know, yeah. I mean, you can come back to it, and it looks great at night. It's lit up. They yeah. have all these lights that show on. It's really really cool. But after a while, you need something else to do. So that's why it became a tourist trap. Well, they, they
3: shifted, so. Preston. For years, it was a honeymoon destination. Yeah. yeah. So you'd yeah. go up there, and it, it catered towards honeymooners. And then they realized, you know, as, as the marriage rate started to decline and people were bringing, you know, what do you do to keep families there and keep them longer? Yeah. So they started to add a Wildwood element to it.
4: All right. So in addition to the Tim Hortons, I also went to uh, Smoke's Poutinerie, and I had some uh, classic poutine. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: <laughs> Poutine. It was damn good. It's French fries with gravy on it <laughs> and cheese curds. That's all it is. It's uh, amazing how you can take yeah. the raw majesty of uh-huh. the falls and contrast to compare <laughs> it to cheese curls, <laughs> curds. I
1: curds, cheese yeah. curds. By the way, the uh, they have these observation platforms that you can walk like a thousand steps down and get really close. Did you see any of those out there?
3: Um, that is Next on, on the New York side. Did yeah, you yeah, guys I'm do? Yeah. Did you guys do the speedboat? On the the class, no, they rapids. have jet boats. I did really? that where
1: they can they can get into really shallow water yeah. and go really fast and do these super tight turns. It's and amazing, stuff. Yeah. yeah, amazing, that's wild. Um, right. anything um, else? Because I have some other things I've noticed. What I
4: was most excited just waiting. What yeah. I was most excited to tell you guys about is that I went to the Wayne Gretzky Winery. Did you guys know he has a vineyard what? in Ontario? I said, oh, no, yeah, no. I know he owns a uh, Tim Hortons. No, Lee probably does, but we uh, yeah we were just kind of driving and we saw that he owned a. A uh, winery vineyard area, and we needed to stop for lunch, so we went there for lunch. Winery, beer garden, and a a bourbon area. That's why I was. I thought you would kind of get a
3: kick out of. Did that. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I, I yeah, mean, I'm like, Wayne if your goal is great wine, you found your place, right?
4: <laughs> they literally had, and I say literally a lot. Apparently, I just got an email about that. Um, they <laughs> they, uh, they had four things on the menu. That was it. Like four four food menu. Well, when items. you do four things right, that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, all you need. Yeah, it was damn good. All right, cool. And that is all I have to say about that. All right. This
3: has been Casey's Niagara Falls Roundup. All
1: right. Uh besides noticing that a boat was uh, lodged from uh, <laughs> being stuck for over a hundred years, I did notice some other things.
3: More from the notice, He just doesn't notice stuck boats.
1: No. <laughs> all right, let me see what else we have here. Uh,
3: all
1: right, I noticed this story. This is pretty cool. Uh, a girl who is from West Grove, Pennsylvania, her name is uh, Elena Gasler, came up with a clever way to eliminate blind spots created by the um, those areas on the sides of your windshield. You know, uh, the the frame. That hold, that
3: hold, the frame, yes. Yeah, the
1: frame of the car b- between your, your windshield and your side windows. So she the came. PUD, they call it. Preston. She found a way to clear up the PUD. No. Uh, <laughs> I love
3: that There's word. a driver's PUD and a passenger PUD.
1: Where's West Grove, by the way? Do you guys know West Grove, Pennsylvania? I wasn't sure if it was in the region or not. Yeah, it
2: is.
1: That's what I thought. All right, so her, uh, she's uh, she's too young to have a driver's license. Huh. Uh, but uh, she, of course, knows the frustration of trying to see around those pillars, those parts of the frame. That didn't stop her from ta- from tackling a problem that automakers have largely ignored. Her solution, and, and it's really cool, Steve, and, and you know this technology, it involves installing an outward-facing webcam on the outside of the vehicle's windshield pillar. Yeah, yeah. And then projecting a
3: live feed from that camera on uh, the inside of that pillar. So this is what they're doing, Preston. I think in Japan now they've actually stopped... We're looking at the technology. It's wa- Isn't that it's awesome? wonderful. Wonderful. It it, it as a, a oh, car wow.
1: passes through, it looks like you're looking through. It's like the invisibility cloak, you know, from yeah. uh from Harry Potter. It looks like you're looking through it. And uh this I think would be a
3: game changer mm. in uh in making driving safer. Well, they they're doing things like this so the uh in Japan, I believe, it's I think it's law there. That your side view mirror is no longer a mirror; it's actually a screen. It's a, it's a monitor now, like a screen with a, a wider field of vision. Uh, you see it, Preston, in the, in the new uh, the commercials for the new Chevy trucks and the trailers, where you're basically seeing in your rear view you're seeing through the back of your what you're trailing yeah
1: when we went uh last year to Subaru to do our live show one of the new uh SUVs they had exactly Matt was showing us the rear view uh not not the side mirrors but your main rear view mirror is now a camera right and so their thought is if you have people sitting in the back seat if you've loaded it up it's It's an SUV it's going to block your view and you won't have that blocking anymore said Matt was telling it takes a little bit to get used to it because it's
3: A little bit different than a mirror, but not much. I swear to God I would never, like, uh, you know, rely on a backup camera, but I I begin to realize that my backup camera is far more comprehensive than me turning around and looking. That with with the proximity detectors makes a big difference. Yep.
6: Yeah, that, but that does take getting used to. It. By the way, Westgrove um, is down by past Longwood Preston down Route One, so okay. uh, like uh, towards Avondale. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, like when I look at the rearview mirror, that's that's a video screen. You can tell that it's a screen. It yeah. just takes a little bit of getting used to because a, a mirror just looks different. But I am telling you, this you need to see the video of this
1: thing in it's action. It's it's brilliant and it's uh, it's technology technology that already existed. She just. Came up with a good, a good for app- her.
3: application for it. Do you, what was the car that had Preston? It, it was an ugly looking car, but it had a it had one part of the back corner was continued wi- window windshield. You're talking about the Pacer. No, it 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 was a boxier looking oh, car. Do you yeah, remember what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. The,
1: was it the cube? Is that it what might it was have been called? The cube. Yeah, it I know i'm talking about. Card,
4: but... yeah, the corner right. that came around.
1: Right, I remember like that. The new,
3: wait, the Nissan Cube, like the yeah. new? Okay, I, I think
1: d- so. You'd have to find a picture if you right. guys can post. But it, it,
3: Casey, in the back where the 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 frame would normally be, it, it just was window continued all the way around. Okay. Yeah. Um so her invention
1: was part of a project called Improving Automobile Safety by Removing Blind Spots which she presented at this year's Society for Science and the Public's uh Broadcom Masters uh and apparently uh it, it was a science and engineering competition uh it's basically a next level science fair minus the uh papier-mâché volcanoes uh her ingenuity was enough to earn her the competition's top honor the Samueli Foundation Prize uh, which got her $25,000. Awesome! Uh,
3: for coming up with that. So now the car company will take it and make $100 million on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, exactly. Uh, her invention isn't quite ready to be installed in vehicles across the country just yet, but the technologies already exist that would allow it to be implemented in cars without serving as a distraction to the drivers. Short throw projectors uh, could be installed at the base of the passenger side windshield pillar to create the image without having to worry about the passenger blocking the beam. And uh, many cars have already replace side mirrors that we were talking about with cameras or including nearly invisible cameras in the rear for safety backing up. So uh, adding one more of the side pillar would be presumably trivial. It'll cost you
3: more money probably, but it's pretty cool, man. I've, I've had times where you're you're someone just happens to be standing or a pedestrian in the blind spot of yep. that frame. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. I had a guy email me last week because he's like, hey, you always say you're an idea guy. He goes, so am I. And I have this great idea for a car. And... Like, I don't even know if I want to talk about it on the air because it was such a good, fun idea. It's not like an invention that's going to make your car ride safer, but yeah. uh, it was such a good idea. I don't know. Well, if you're I, teasing us now. I, I know. think you have to deliver.
3: You can't just leave us halfway there. What's
4: All right.
1: Your, what's your fear if you reveal it?
4: Well, I mean, that I'm going to, because it was not my idea. Right, so what if uh, I give this idea out on the air and then somebody else jumps on it and makes a ton of money Did he it? ask you to not mention it at all? No, no. What he did say was that he's a lot like me, where he's just an idea guy with no follow-through. Okay. All right, yeah. then what is it? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Mm, okay. an love... idea guy with not any follow-through. He already he he offered has heard that already up it to guess. What right. is the idea? So you know when you get out of your car and you... you, know, you st- uh, you lock it, and it yeah. goes, like, boop, 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 boop. Using your, uh, using your fob or yeah. your remote, yeah. Um, instead of doing the boop, boop you almost have, like, ringtone where, like, you could do your own sound effects. So you could have something like this. Hey! Mean that your car's locked. Okay. You know, or, like, uh, something like, all right, car's locked. You know, you could actually build that into the.
1: Uh,
3: Customizable lock tone.
4: Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: I I saw a video of a guy who did uh, um, customized horn
3: sounds recently, and he put some really, like... Well, you know what, Actually, Tesla.
1: Hang on, Tesla's already doing that. Tesla
3: has all sorts of... They have a suite of sound effects that you can add. Yeah. I don't know if they can... Add, if that adds... Uh, if they have it uh, applied to the door lock, but they have different horns that you can play and different alerts that you can
4: customize. Right. What was... Or was it sounds that they make because they're quiet cars? They don't, uh, the engine, it doesn't have an engine that,
1: that makes That That is, yeah. yeah. The, the, part of that is that. So mm-hmm. it has the ability to make sound outside of the vehicle. Like right. the, like maybe, the maybe, maybe, right. yeah. Maybe that's something they can add to it, so I don't, I don't think you're giving away a big, big, big secret no. anything like that. But I do like that idea. Alright, uh, noticing. More I, for the noticing. I didn't stop at that. He doesn't stop at that. He keeps going. I'll do one more. I, I didn't see what time it was. Until he didn't I,
3: see what time I, it was. <laughs> but he's gonna do one more.
1: Probably should have wrapped it up. Uh, listen to this. Facebook and Instagram have banned the sexual use of eggplant, peach emojis, <laughs> and water drip emojis.
2: So it's not available.
1: Uh, following no, that's not following Apple's release of new emojis with the iOS 13.2 update. The emojis will still be allowed in captions, but can no longer be used in a matter that suggests anything sexual. So
3: they're they're checking contextually how they're applied. Yeah. That's a little Big Brother-ish. That's stupid is what it's it is. It's very stupid. Listen, they can,
1: they can do what they want to with it, but... It's their software. I mean, you know, that versus... A D-pick? Uh, well, they, they, you're not going to see a D-pick on, on Instagram, but you will see just nipples ever so slightly blurred out oh
3: it's right there and, it's it's and right there so
1: an eggplant or a peach emoji seems to pale in comparison to that if that's an issue you have which i don't uh but anyhow according to the new york post new rules are part of the social platforms new community standards which were officially enacted in september it was reported that under the new terms Pairing an eggplant or peach emoji <laughs> with any sexual expression now qualifies as sexual solicitation. Really? Yeah, that's what they're saying.
6: Wh- which platforms, I'm sorry? Yeah.
1: This is uh, Instagram and Facebook. Meanwhile, on Twitter, porn. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up porn. porn it, I could take you
3: through my, my Twitter feed today. It, it And not only that, honestly, people who are cl- classifying themselves as Twitter models. Oh, Jesus. Horrible, horrible. The most unattractive, you can see a lot of very unattractive people. But flat out, Preston, you know, like porn that starts running the second you pass by it.
6: I mean, full on showing penetration. Everything. Yep. By the way, I turned that feature off, Steve. Can you? The automatic uh, play on video. Then I'm going to do that. On Twitter because I find it. It's
3: shockingly horrifying.
6: And it's really distracting, not just with porn, but with anything. Like just the the automatic go on a video, I find to be annoying. By the way, speaking
1: of that feature, uh, autoplay on YouTube. Um, i hate that i turn that off too i turn it off yeah but it turns back on <sighs> after after like a week or so
3: it, they 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 put it back on by the it's way it happened
1: multiple times to me do you like always Stop being asked
3: it. about you're gonna do the trial offer oh every time you, you know log they on. they ask you enough times to eventually go okay fine screw it <laughs> just so you'll leave me alone with that i know no
1: but i yeah i can't stand that too uh so if they find a user Uh, That is, use the emojis in a sexual manner, Facebook or Instagram, would have the right to remove the post. And if it happens repeatedly, it can result in the user's account being deactivated.
3: So you have to use the eggplant along with this combination or just the eggplant in any sort of context that is nope. sexual in nature. Well, yeah, any yeah, it, it has to have <coughs> it has to have context to it.
1: Uh-huh. Um but you can use in you can use those but if it has sexual context then uh, they can they can yank it's it so up. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. that is
3: compared to other issues. It, it, it's so small. You know what and what ends up happening dumb. when they do it we have to deal with this as well with with the the things language that is curtailed. But what ends up happening is we end up saying things that are far more horrific, you know, as substitutes. Yeah. And that's the way it, it's, it, it always goes.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. There you go. That's all I noticed. I'm done noticing. Oh. No more noticing. Notices. No more noticing. Notice, notice, gotta go. a lot. notice has got to go.
3: Noticing's got to go. Yeah. Santa's got to
1: go. But listen, I do want to point out that we have intern Ben who is on location. We made the official announcement that hers is the official chip of the Preston and Steve show. Yes! And in conjunction with that announcement, they're going to be supporting us at the Camp Out for Hunger in a big way. We're excited about that. So it's not just that uh, that we love hers chips, but we love what they're doing along with us. Incredibly generous. They've given us 250 free bags of hers chips to give away this morning. And if you want some free chips, all you got to do is swing by the Roosevelt Mall in northeast Philly, set up in the lot closest to Cotman and the Boulevard, Look for the MMR tent in the vehicles and in turn bam. Grab yourself a free bag of chips while you're on your way into work. And if you have just a minute, write down your name and number. Everybody who stops by will uh, be registered for a chance to win $250 in cash that we have in conjunction with our 250 bags of chips to give away. All
3: that and a bag of chips. Why
1: not do it? Grab a few bags of Philly's hometown snack. Hers at your local grocery store today. Hers forever good. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us because The Bizarre File is coming up next.
6: What's new? Glad you asked.
0: Dirty Honey. You know the time has come, So don't miss me when I'm Shine Down.
9: My monsters are real. And
0: they right, how to Ghost. Because me is
5: mine. New music. More of everything that rocks. On
11: 933 WMMR.
1: So we made an announcement uh, a little while ago that uh, hers is the official chip of the Preston and Steve show. I'm getting misty. We're excited about this because that means actually anytime you come in here, we're going to have loads of chips yes. uh, to yeah. offer up to any yes. guests. We're going to have this permanent display of hers chips here. Uh, but they're also going to be contributing to the Camp Out for Hunger and supporting and, and uh uh sponsoring and doing some really cool things so we're excited about that and to roll out this announcement they have given us 250 free bags of hers chips to give away this morning and one person who stops by and grabs some free chips is going to win 250 cash too.
3: it's perfect way to start of the week and get some chips for your lunch and maybe some cash to buy the lunch all right let's go out to intern ben who's on location ben are you there I am
1: Preston. All right, and Ben is located at the Roosevelt Mall in Northeast Philly. How's the traffic so far? People coming by to get their chips, Ben? Yeah,
9: plenty of people are coming by, and something we didn't realize when we pulled up and set up: there's a bus stop for New York City right in the lot we're standing in. So we have a lot of folks from that stopping by, picking up chips.
3: So a lot of people from New York City Yay! have no idea what's going on, picking up chips. That's awesome. We did really well with this one. <laughs> Should have given everybody a code phrase or something like that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Don't worry about
10: it.
1: Don't worry about I it. I love New York. Uh, so, <laughs> listen, it's all good. All right. So, so Ben, uh, we have... 250 bags to hand out. Are people signing up to win the money, too?
9: Yeah, 20 people are signing
4: up. A lot of the trips <laughs> are going. It looks
0: like Salt and Vinegar seems to need to a so far. I have no idea what you're saying. Salt and Vinegar. is <laughs> New York. New York.
3: All right. It's all good.
1: It's It's all good.
4: good. That's my phrase for today. It's all good.
1: So so stop by and see Ben. We'll check in with you a little bit later on, Ben. Thank you very much. New York. Uh, So he's at the Roosevelt Mall in northeast Philly. And stop by. He's at the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the the parking lot closest to Cotman in the Boulevard. We
3: must see like the oh, Philadelphia is awesome, man. When you arrive in town, they give you free <laughs> hers yeah. chips.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, but we're excited about the uh, association with uh, with hers with us. Very, uh, very
3: uh, cool. Honestly, I love you know it's 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 a very cool thing. And as you said, Preston, the stuff that's going to happen with the camp out is yep. just fantastic. Most definitely.
1: All right, we're going to do uh, the bizarre file. Here
0: we go. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve.
1: Bizarre. Bizarre. Final. Hello. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Primo <laughs> Hoagies. Watching the game with some friends this week. We'll score <laughs> big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Or on, you can order online at Primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it's a primo. Uh, we will start with this one. Uh, the officer... Walked in on this particular scene at 1:30 a.m. in response to reports of screams. Found two women on the bedroom floor. One naked. The other one wearing only underwear. Both covered in blood. Whoa! Yeah, uh, the nude woman sitting on her uh, up on her knees. According to the officer, said seemed to be in a happy type mood. Deputy Sean Hopkins testified in court that the other woman found lying on her back was almost appeared like she had been in shock. He said, and now. When he asked for an explanation, he said the nude woman, 44-year-old Allison Weaver, told me that they were having consensual sex and that the victim was a vampire and that Ms. Weaver was the wolf. Uh, The other woman had uh, part of her left ear bitten
3: off and numerous bite marks on her face. Were they able to confirm that she was in fact a wolf, and, a, and that the other one was a vampire? They're still waiting for DNA tests okay, to see. come mm-hmm. back, Steve. No, but lab the, results.
1: Uh, the unnamed victim denied to the uh, uh, denied to the officer as well as during the preliminary hearing Tuesday that there was anything consensual going on at all. The victim said that she went to bed alone, leaving her friend Weaver, who had come over that night with two uh, pouches of pre mixed rum and an open bottle of vodka, on the couch in another room. She testified that she was later startled awake. From her sleep, she said, I remember jumping off my bed and seeing Allison on all fours on my bed, giving me a really scary look. She just kept giving me this look with her head back, going back and forth, and I was like, what are you doing? And she lunged at me and started strangling me. Yeah. Yeah. Woman said she briefly lost consciousness. Next thing I remember, after her strangling me, uh, I I, I can only remember a couple of things, but I remember was trying to get away and hearing her as clear as day, with no reflection in her tone, saying, "Sorry, but you're gonna have to die today." Oh my God! I just started screaming bloody murder, banging on the floor, saying, "No, no, no! I can't believe I'm going to die like this! Someone help!" And, so
3: which one? She was the wolf, and the and the victim was a vampire.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Weaver was charged with criminal sexual conduct, second-degree assault with intent to do great harm, and assault with intent to harm. Uh, the judge upheld those charges and allowed prosecutors to add a fourth charge alleging assault by strangulation.
3: Well, it's it's a battle you know that's raged throughout history, Preston, between the vampires and the werewolves. It has. So this may have some legal grounds here. Weaver
1: has entered a plea of not guilty to the charges against her. She posted seventy-five thousand dollars bond and was placed under monitored house arrest.
3: <sighs> so those bars aren't going to hold her.
1: A man in eastern China cut off his own finger after being bitten by a poisonous snake, only to be told that there is no need to take such a dramatic measure to save himself.
3: The six, uh, come again?
1: The six year old farmer named Zhang was cutting firewood when he was bitten on the finger by the snake. Yeah.
3: Zhang, it's an earthworm.
1: He identified it as a particularly feared type of viper known locally as the five-step snake because, because of the belief the victim will not be able to walk more than five paces before dying. And he chopped off the finger to prevent the venom from spreading. Uh, He then wrapped up his hand in a cloth and made the 80-kilometer journey uh, to the nearest large city where he was able to receive treatment. However, he left the amputated finger on the mountainside, which meant (laughs) doctors... Would have no chance to successfully reattach it. What him. a day I'm having! Doctors said that uh, the doctor said there was no need to have such taken a drastic step because the snake is less lethal than commonly believed, but said his reaction to being bitten was a common one.
3: Jang, in your haste to leave, moron town. <laughs> when
1: Jang arrived at the hospital, he did not display any symptoms such as headache, breathing difficulties, or bleeding from the gums. Nevertheless, doctors gave him an anti venom serum and cleaned the wound on his finger. Uh, Zhang said this week uh, that in April of last year, one of his neighbors had died from being bitten by a snake. There you go. go. So
3: I I, I spoke hastily. He had uh, a reason to be scared. A scared. Uh, But he's doing well. He's recovering now. Not so,
1: but uh, for a woman in Indiana, a a woman was found dead with a python wrapped around her neck. Oh, my God. Uh, And this was in a home that contained 140 snakes. Police responded after receiving a call from dispatchers. Upon arrival, police found Laura Hurst unresponsive with an eight-foot reticulated python wrapped around her neck. Uh, Medics arrived and attempted life saving measures, but they were unsuccessful. Uh, Police were there, uh, say there were 140 snakes at the location, approximately 20 of which belonged to her. So, Uh, what was it like an Airbnb for snakes? I don't know what the story was, or maybe she watches after them for people. I'm not really sure. I
3: babysit my friend's snakes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, But anyhow, uh, 20 of those belonged to hers, who frequented the location approximately two times a week. An autopsy will be performed to determine. The official cause
3: of death. That's pretty wild. Do people board snakes? Like if they're going on vacation. Oh, Come on, oh, in the car. In the really car,
1: sure. slippery. All right. How about uh all right, we'll uh we'll do this one, then we'll cleanse the palate a little bit after this one.
3: Another brutal one?
1: Uh, it's pretty messed up. All right. A perverted hospital security guard who had relations with a patient's corpse just oh, hours after god. she died. Oh my god. Has managed to avoid a prison sentence. How? Cameron Wright admitted to the act after two men caught him in a body storage room. The woman, April Par- Parham, uh, was an organ donor and was due to have vital parts removed. Wright was fired from the St. Francis Hospital in Memphis following his arrest. I figured, you know, no harm, no foul. <laughs> he was charged with abusing the, nurse, the, the, uh, uh, the teacher's corpse. Uh, but shockingly... He can now end up with a clean record without spending time in jail after a court ruling. Court files reveal that the charge against Wright, who had no previous convictions in the area, is considered a low-level crime. Well, looking at your record here, uh, it says here that you effed a dead woman. <laughs> and a judge has granted him a three-year diversion, which means the- oh, go that. <laughs> The case will be set aside if Wright does not commit other offenses. There were no charges in that, by the way, just to clarify things. April's uh, family are believed to be devastated by the ruling. Her dad, James, uh, said after he was arrested, I want whatever the fullest extent of the law can happen to happen. And I'm not only dealing with her death, I'm dealing with this, and it's not fair.
3: So what, what was the... What was the the thing that was allowed him to be released without any charges
1: it's a low-level crime a low level no, crime it said he, he could be released without charges we'll, oh okay we'll see, all but, right yeah all right something lighter please <laughs> and a follow-up story a beloved one ton boulder in one of arizona's national forests has magically returned after it was returned visitors reported it missing last month they brought it back. Wizard Rock, a black boulder with white quartz running through it, was reported missing from the Prescott National Forest by several residents last month. They should call it Pierre Boulder. On Friday, a forest employee was patrolling the Prescott Basin and made the surprising discovery of the reappearance of that boulder. What the? It's unclear how the gargantuan rock was removed and returned without a trace. Dear Park
3: Rangers, sorry I took your boulder. (laughs) Here it is.
1: Uh, Permits are required to gather and remove most forest products, including rocks, minerals, firewood, plants, and trees. The rock is uh, special to the community, forest officials said.
3: "That's my favorite boulder. They said
1: we are thrilled that the Wizard Rock was returned and are grateful that whoever took it was conscientious enough to give it back to the public. Forest managers are considering moving the rock to a new location so that its beauty and uniqueness can be more easily seen by visitors.
3: apparently an easy boulder to move. Yes. A one-ton boulder. There was no trace of uh,
1: how they took it or brought it back. Is it a nice boulder? Mysterious. We can't find that clip. Uh, Damn
3: it! I have it. Oh, you have it. Oh, I thought you had it, Case. Case has it, too, but...
4: Okay. Cuz we played it on uh I know. On yeah. Thursday That's, or Friday. Friday we... I found it late but I can't remember okay. how it was labeled. Right. Now, is this it is sh- under Shrek? It's a no. <laughs> okay. Can't remember if it's Shrek or Donkey or Boulder or uh, It's not Donkey. Uh, it might be Boulder.
3: Boulder.
1: We have no way to search on there? Donkey,
3: we do. It depends on how they're loaded in
4: though. Yep. In the Vox Pro?
1: <clears throat> yeah, he's looking on the Vox you Pro, not on the uh, 360. Don't. Say anything or play any
4: music. Just <laughs> leave it silent for the next oh, three or
3: four minutes. Okay.
4: It's under nice boulder. That's All right. Fine. There we go. Okay.
3: I like that boulder. All right. Now, do we that's have that's a nice bow? <laughs> it's a nice bow. There,
6: there you, you go, Nick. Makes me feel much better. And
1: we can <sighs> move totally <worth> it. on. <laughs> uh, I want to go away some more of these movie passes. Dr. Sleep, we have a screening of it tonight. <laughs> and that will be at the Landmark Ritz 5 And I will take seven callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. The movie starts at 7.30, so you need to get there by 7 o'clock. Dr. Sleep Pitts Theater is on Friday, November 8th, by the way, so let's get you on board. We're going to take a break and be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Good luck to you.
5: Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush
0: on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the
1: Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, before we get into anything, I will reiterate this information that we made an announcement earlier this morning. That our friends at HERS, Philadelphia's own HERS, mm-hmm. uh, is the official chip now of the Preston and Steve show. And that means uh, we have loads of chips to give away. And they give us 250 bags of chips. Yes, to give away and $250 in cash. So, uh, we're just handing them out. Absolutely free of charge. The Roosevelt Mall in Northeast Phillies, we where are going to find intern Benny set up with the MM Army. See the vehicles and the tent and everything set so up. Just stop by and grab a bag of chips, chips from chips, hers. Chips chips, chips!
10: chips! 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 Just
1: chips, chips, jot down your information <laughs> and you might might win $250. Just randomly draw from uh, all those people that, uh, that enter their name. So I'm going to go to Ben right now. Hey, Ben, how you doing, man? I'm great. How about you, Preston? Uh, n- uh, let me tell you. I'm just absolutely wonderful. Why don't you guys
3: meet for drinks after yeah, the show? You probably
1: should. Uh, so, all right, people stopping by. You got any maybe, uh, you know, people from Connecticut or Boston or uh, <laughs> maybe down south coming up as well. You got lots of people stopping in? Yeah, a lot of local folks. A lot of the kids here are walking to school, so they're stopping by on the way and grabbing
9: something for their school months and are happy
1: about that. All right, excellent. And uh, what, what seems to be the most popular flavor, do you think? If you were to just have just take a guess at the most popular item that's being taken this
3: morning.
9: So the first chip we ran out of is the barbecue flavor, and I must say that's my favorite from hers. That's uh-huh.
10: your favorite? Chip.
3: All right. And okay. uh, So they're, they're moving about 250 bags, a lot of bags, and uh, obviously people excited to get the chips, and obviously everyone excited at the notion of perhaps winning $250. Yeah. Uh, how much of the inventory are we through right now? Does it look pretty good?
9: Yeah, we're about halfway through, so
1: there's still plenty up for grabs if so folks want to stop by. We are still at the Roosevelt Mall at Boston and Cottman Avenue. All right, we'll send people on their way. Thank you, Ben. Hang in there and uh, keep handing out those chips. Hers, the official chip of the President Steve Show. <laughs> and I should tell them to grab some of the um, the salt and vinegar. That's my favorite. Yeah. Salt and vinegar. That's my favorite. It's so good.
4: Kettle Cook, do you like the Kettle Cook uh, salt and vinegar? Uh, Yes. Absolutely,
1: you know anything salt and vinegar. Yeah, any any variety of that, I'm, I'm solid on.
3: I but. was looking, so I was at uh, Primo in uh, Chestnut Hill, and I was looking at their rack of hers. I was looking at their rack <laughs> of uh, look hers, at hers rack. The amount of uh, flavors is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. whatever you want, they've got it. All right, and apparently they're uh, they're stocking it's out
1: there. Our shelves in our green room of uh, hers chips, which will be there all the time for anybody who wants chips. We have we free chips. I wonder what this is going to do to the vending machine, man. Is it- <laughs> It's going to absolutely destroy wow. the competition. Well, man. it's yeah. going to be crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's supposed to be for um, like our guests that come in. It's not like yeah, for watch staff that to whole, come by and eat it. Yeah, that'll work. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I say we we incorporate some old style trip wires. Yeah, and if we have to traps, If yeah. we need to
2: traps. Like, yeah, like touch-
3: something out of Rambo, <laughs> like saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, man. It's going to get idea. ugly.
1: Mm. Uh, interesting story. McDonald's may have heard of this company before. Uh, They fired, fired their CEO. I mean, the top executive in the company (laughs) because he was in a consensual
3: relationship with an employee. They fired him. The CEO. This is the guy, by the way, they're crediting uh, with a sort of moving McDonald's into uh, online stuff and delivery and deli- online order right yeah, so he's made a big a big bump up in revenue for the company, yep did matter fired him
6: So, so is it was an affair
3: they have
1: no, no it was it's consensual. consensual
6: no I mean but it w- was he married
1: uh, that i I don't you know what I don't know i it has not I think that's that would, a good question that would have been one of the first things that was that was said in this article. His I, wife says no his <laughs> wife says they're not married <laughs> anymore. <laughs>
3: You know what? Uh, I don't think so, Nick. Can, can From- you yeah, do, uh, give it up to our investigative team here, uh, Nick? <laughs> find yeah. out if
2: he was married. <laughs> is that
3: me? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. It's I me. Mean. Team. Team, team is
3: obviously, you know, it's vague. Some people <laughs> consider team one person. It's yeah. <laughs> our investigative Who is it? That? That's you,
1: N-
2: buddy. It's oh, it's Nick. me. All right, I'm on it. I guess it's a, ri- a written rule that they can't yep. date employees. Dude, he's recently
1: divorced, though. I- Listen, the company's, but here's the deal. The company's board voted Friday to terminate him. After investigating the relationship, McDonald's policy does not allow the CEO to have a relationship with anyone in the company. I mean, mm.
2: that kind of makes sense. Yeah. they are bo- the CEO.
3: Yeah. But did they both get fired or just him? I don't know. Hmm. I think just him. So apparently this person he was seeing is very large and purple. Okay. And, no. and uh, likes milkshakes. Okay. Uh, so,
1: yeah, I guess. I, and now I don't know what the policy is for other executives or other employees in general, but they just said flat out that the CEO cannot date anyone in the company.
3: As the CEO, and I, to Kathy's point, you have the head muckety muck involved with someone who's employee of the company. Now, obviously, you know, they always say, you know, love conquers all and all that stuff. But if the policy was set forward when if that was the policy, when he took the job, he was in violation of yeah. policy. Yeah. And so. And I can understand that, Kathy. I think,
1: I think you're right. In this day and age of, uh, of litigation. And me too. M- that somebody could, uh, you know, seduce this guy, get in a relationship, and then all of a sudden have it be a plan from the beginning. And all of a sudden they've, they've, <gasps> they lie and then they, they have a lawsuit. And then you're talking about McDonald's. Yeah. They could Preston. Who would could. settle. Basically, you know. F the
3: secret sauce information right out of my problem. Well, and it's also I'm gonna like... I'm going to suck the secret sauce right <laughs> out of oh, yeah.
2: In the financial Absolutely. industry, if there's money involved and, uh, and, like, CEOs can't have family members work for them.
1: Yeah, okay. You know? It, and so that
2: makes... It's, like, along the lines
1: uh, yeah. of that. So, here... I'm, I'm sorry, you know, yeah, yeah. got your hand up here, okay? So, so I did not know this. So, my son works at a grocery store. Uh, he is a, uh, a cashier. When he's not working carts, he does both. But anyhow, when he's working the cash register... We're not allowed to uh, to, to go know. to his line. We're park. not allowed oh. to go through his line.
2: I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're just trying to save I didn't people. know that.
2: We're
3: like, let's make sure we stand in
1: Parker's line. Like, we were doing that every single time, and then we found out you're not
4: allowed to do
3: that. Oh. Security. My family's in line cause yeah. they just them <laughs> out of the store.
4: What? Uh. But I, guess, I guess they have to let this guy go, the the head muckety-muck, Steve, because all the other muckety-mucks will kind of... um. What kind of message. I gotta you... muck it up for everybody. Well, no, no. What kind of message are you sending? They're saying, "Hey, these are the rules of the company, but it doesn't apply to our CEO. He can do whatever the f he wants." Well, that's
3: that's part of it, certainly. And all the things mentioned here are part of it, and why companies will set in motion these sort of things: it, it, favoritism, uh, the potential of uh, nepotism, if it's you know family members and things like that, all of that stuff. you mm. you're 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 setting a foundation for something that'll come back and bite you in the ass, and so that's why they did this. But it's still. This guy was credited with a lot of
10: yeah.
6: of uh, innovations for McDonald's, it didn't matter. They they cut them loose. I never worked for a McDonald's corporate, but I did work for a McDonald's store for a long time, and man, was that place incestuous. There were so many relationships going on between managers and employees and people that, you know, it just was... It always is in places it, it like that. It absolutely is, and it doesn't matter what level of uh, company it is, you know, if it's a McDonald's store or if it's, you know, a Fortune 500 company on, on uh, Wall Street, people just end up sleeping with, with co-workers. Nick, my wife is... With- was an intern at the radio station. I picked off an intern. Kathy and I have been having an affair for years. Absolutely.
2: Fortunately, there's not one person here that I would
6: would have an affair with. (laughs) I know. Way to cover it. Nobody
2: in this whole company. Seriously. Not even me. No.
3: No, (laughs) Nothing's worth
2: it. (laughs) Not (laughs) not even me.
3: (laughs) Not (laughs) even you, even (laughs) You, (laughs) Dorn.
2: There's really no I mean, listen, I love everybody we work with. No.
3: No. (laughs) (laughs) Initially, it was like, hey, Kathy. And then I was like, oh, Kathy. (laughs) Uh, but, but no, ultimately, yeah, no, I, I, listen, it's a healthy attitude to have. Don't, you know, that, Um, so, so my wife was an intern and and that was the case and, but she was not a paid employee and, and, and love just sprouted. And, and there was sort of a, the company's position on that at the time was, we're not thrilled with it, but, um, you know, it was fine. I've never
1: worked for a company that flat out said you can't. Yeah. I um, did,
2: and then they just let it happen anyway. There was there was nothing. That's what happened with
3: me, Kathy. How many
1: how many times at work did you see one go bad though?
3: I've I did I saw it many times. I did many times. The relationship go bad. And one of them (laughs) (laughs) one of them was with the boss, the uh, boss's assistant. And someone, so there was a uh, uh, triangle.
1: Yeah. All right, so. Now, I never,
3: I never saw executives.
1: I just saw regular yeah. Joe schmo employees. Yeah. It happened
4: here all the time. I mean, Jackson yeah. married and has a, a family with a uh, well now former sales uh, yeah. uh, uh, executive. executive. Um, did Eric Simon is his wife? A former employee. Didn't she work in promotions? Yeah,
3: she worked here. Yeah. Yeah, so. She's not married to Todd DeFeo. uh,
4: (laughs) Todd DeFeo uh, ended up, uh, you know, getting married to an employee. Um, And that went asunder. uh, Sean, who is the uh, work server at MGK, he's married to a former uh, employee of the radio station here. It's
3: because honestly and statistically in a regular life, if Mm -hmm. you stop and think about it, your your most consistent exposure to people is going to be at work, yeah. so it's natural that it's going to happen. Sure. I think companies have to be um, honest about that and and be, be reasonable. But in a case where you start to go up the chain, you know, um, if there's if there's a workplace romance in the in the mail room, perhaps. But I mean, it, when you're up at this level, you're you're playing with fire, you know.
2: Well, it's also like new employees, right? If you've been working with somebody for long enough. It, Typically, it's, that's not when it's going to happen. It's when somebody new comes in, and you're like, oh, here's a new... Or maybe you, know, you see somebody yeah. in a new light. No?
1: I never knew he's stapled like that. <laughs> and, well, no. I mean, you add, you know, hey, we're all getting together and going out and getting drinks. And, uh, right, right, right. But uh, when, when it happened in my... Uh, we're going to
3: try figging? Uh,
1: back, back in the <laughs> early days. It was always just a little, like, a flare-up, like a one-nighter mm. uh, and thing, and that. I saw it happen. I, I partook, and a couple other people I know did as well, but it didn't get so weird where it turned into, like, a dating thing, and then then it got ugly, we need to break up, and we're around each other all the time, but little kind of, oh, yeah, about last night, you know, those <laughs> things happen. Right. Pretty frequently.
6: It got weird. In I a imagine. couple places I worked at. I have a friend who's doing it right now and she, her boy her I don't even know if he's the boyfriend yet, right? But this this guy that she's seeing is a coworker and uh, there are a lot of company functions. So they'll go out um together as a company all the time and they're very worried and cautious about doing anything in public because of all of the perception attached to it. Yeah, and that's a question I have. If you're if you're if you
3: ha- if you're at a company that is a little bit more explicit in the stating of, of frowning upon a workplace romance, yeah. then you have to
6: sometimes go to extraordinary measures yeah. to keep that a secret. I wonder if is she's that into, is that worth it. And has she looked into and has he looked into the ramifications for doing this? Like could they potentially face disciplinary action for, for dating women? Losing your gigs.
3: Who is the uh,
1: the the politician,
3: the girl Oh Katie um Hill. Hill, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she so was she having just, with two yeah, and she just... Uh, two. She res- two, she resigned. She resigned. Where are those pictures of that? day? I,
1: I didn't even read the details of yeah. what was going on there. But so that's, there was pictures. Was it a
3: staffer? Well, and, and the ex supposedly, uh, somebody's... Yes, a staffer. Okay. Staffers. And uh, pictures floated on a line of her with a bong and all this other stuff. So, But when uh, your like- whole life, and and
4: that's like, you know, all right, a work, uh, standard work day is like eight hours. But when you're doing longer... Than an eight-hour workday, and these are the only people that
3: you basically see. I can understand it, you know, that much more. I was so, for, for example, when I met my wife, uh, she was an intern. I was, she was in the in the office right next to me. This is a WDRE in Garden City at the time in Long Island, and I was there from you know early till seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, and and so I was not really going out a lot. I was trying yeah. to build something and. I would see her. Yeah. And so it, it happened. But again, there was sort of an understanding that you'd try to refrain from that. But if you, we were good about it, you mm-hmm. know? And so that's, that's how I think most companies, Kathy, you say they're not thrilled about it, but they'll sort of look the other way.
2: Yeah. That was like the company I worked for. It was, no, 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 you can't. But then everyone knew it was happening. It was kind of like, as long, their as, head. You, as long
3: as 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 long you're not, you know, whooping it up on the
1: uh, conference table. I'm going to go to Madison, who's online. Hey, Madison, good morning.
7: Hey, guys.
1: Hey, what's hey. up, Madison?
7: Uh, no, what? Sorry to bother you at work. I'm just in a traffic detour right now. Oh, <laughs> my dad's probably listening to this as well. Uh, so, hi, Dad. <laughs> but, uh, I want to tell you guys that back in the 80s, uh, my parents worked for the same McDonald's, and that's how they met. And they did not know that uh, they actually lived in the the same neighborhood and went to the same school. But they met at the McDonald's. My mom was my dad's manager. Um, (laughs) And uh, they started dating. And uh, 13 years later, they had me.
1: Wow. Wow! Yeah. Wow. How long long did they work together, Madison? Any idea? Uh,
7: I'm pretty sure it was a couple years. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was a couple years. I think my mom left the McDonald's
1: first. All right. So my que- my question is 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 did they did they work together for a long time and then hook up, or did they kind of hook up right away and keep working together?
7: Um, I'm pretty sure my parents worked together for a couple months first, and then my mom actually told me this story. Uh, it was like snowy or something, and my dad was giving her a ride home, and he was like, "just just stay at my house, just stay at my house," and she ended up sleeping on his couch. Sure. And he fell on the floor mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's how that started and then my dad's grandpa came out and was like oh hello I'
3: I'm, I, I'm that's the story you're told that's just like the story of course uh, the the dog we took him to a ranch where he runs around <laughs> with other dogs now uh, yeah. uh, but but yeah. so so did, did she did she give any any indication as to what the policy was about dating at that oh, time
7: we we're not allowed to do that like we okay. could have gotten fired um my dad doesn't really talk about it all that much but my mom always tells me like Oh, yeah, I could have been fired on the spot. Wow. she wouldn't have gotten any huh. things, but uh, she would
3: have. Madison, okay. do you think they were both reaching for the same bag of fries and their hands touched, and that was... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Well, wow, that, well, there you go, and here you are.
1: Thank you, Madison. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I will go next to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Preston. Sorry about your guys at work. No, it's good, man. What's up?
5: So, I work in a warehouse, and one of the supervisors...
1: His boss actually stole his wife. <laughs> his boss stole his wife. Yes. How? Uh, so did
3: she work there as well? She did not. The, the, to make matters worse, though, they're both named Steve. Both? The, the, both uh, He and her are named Steve? Oh, no, uh, both sorry. the guys are named all Steve. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, all right. So let
1: me ask you this. So he steals, the boss steals this guy's wife. How long... Did now, I they were still married, I guess, when she started fooling around with him, right?
5: I would have to assume so, yeah. And so,
1: I wonder how long the two guys worked together before things uh came out in the open. Any idea?
3: So, they still work together now. Oh, wow, whoa. Well, see, actually, yeah. as, as pertaining to this story, that's totally fine. She wasn't an employee of the company under <laughs> under the yeah, yeah, on the company guidelines. I'm sure yeah. that's totally fine. It, it probably says asterisks, by the way, okay to bang your employee. <laughs> Employee's wife.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting. But that would make uh, things run. That would make it a little touchy. Slightly interesting.
3: Wow. How yeah, you doing and- today, scumbag? <laughs> we you gonna say, Kevin. Uh, like Madison's story,
5: I actually met my wife at work. Oh, did you? Yeah, we um we worked together at Home Depot, and it ended up being where if you were somebody's supervisor, you couldn't you couldn't date. But we were luckily on the same level, so nobody cares
3: okay did, did they explicitly lay that out so if what what the structures were and and what what allowed what under what circumstances you were allowed to date a coworker were they specific?
5: yeah, so if you had any kind of power over them, you could not date whatsoever okay if, you know supervisor manager anything like that you you could not be in a relationship
3: I think that's more reasonable you know to to do it that way at least to allow the, kathy to to the point about Thanks, them being God. a little bit more. But I, I would think yeah, understanding. understanding. Would if if there is a policy that you can't date
1: anybody? Yeah. Do you think it's because they feel that it's distracting to productivity?
3: I think it can be. You know, I think it can be. They can be each other. <laughs> <him>. <laughs>
1: I love this movie. You hang up. You hang
3: up.
2: And when things don't work out, when it goes bad, I think that's more That's so. more
3: important. You're right. Kenneth. That can be really horrific. Yeah. And I remember, you know, in, in all my various jobs, there have been situations where, and there was, especially at those entry-level positions when you're, you know, younger and... uh there's office romance that sprout up. When they go asunder, yeah. it gets
4: ugly. But that's And I guess that's why the companies do this to protect the employees, them, because nobody gets into a relationship thinking, well, this is going to go bad at some point. Yeah. You know, everybody sort of goes in with these, you know, pie-in-the-sky dreams that, that everything's going to work
3: forever. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be forever. Yeah. forever. Yeah. Like every Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, right. We're going to lead this. We're going to get on our bikes right into the night. Yeah. But the companies are like, mm, eh, probably not. Uh this this Mindy, I'll be your I'll be your manager at McDonald's. You'll be my Fry girl
1: forever. I remember working at a radio station, two people hooked up and, and started to head down a dating path. It went Oof. it went asunder quickly, but they they were entertaining, you know, dating for a bit, so it went beyond just like a one night stand thing, and as they uh didn't care for each other any longer, uh I would hear from both sides about the other person. Oh geez. You know I mean? Boy. Yeah.
3: that had to be fun though. <laughs> it, it is
1: kind of fun, yeah.
6: but you are stuck in the middle too. Yeah. But
1: well, I wasn't close enough to them where they were, you know, confiding in me. It was more like complaining. And I was in the studio. And when you're in the studio, you're <sighs> you're stuck. You have nowhere to no. go. And people would some sometimes just come by to chit chat. And uh, I remember hearing from both sides, and I was like, "Wow, this is weird." I feel what
3: you're saying. Do you want to get back with them? Sleep with me. <laughs> that would drive him <laughs> crazy. Uh, so in that case, though, again, you're you're dealing with something that can. <laughs> that can end up in something <laughs> horrific at the workplace. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's go to let me go to John because the military has a whole other side of yeah. this. Yeah. Hi, John. You're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks, guy. Gadzooks, um, buddy. What's up, man? I was
12: in the military, and uh, my buddy told me like just out of like combat training, you get stationed at your first unit. And he got there a little early for the night before he went to a bar this is down in North Carolina, met a girl had a one night stand is checking in the next morning and he's like a private first class and she is the second lieutenant that is checking in with him they had no idea she winds up being his boss
10: oh
12: and it gets like she was like so embarrassed, like she didn't even acknowledge his existence and it got so bad because she was writing like reviews for him. She had to get transferred to a different unit. I just didn't want them like, to
3: know that I. Yeah, I'm totally so, into you. We're playing the top gun music yeah. right now. But, uh, uh, yeah. No, but in this case, they didn't know. she didn't know she was his superior at the time they had that deal. Right. It just it just led to an uncomfortable situation. But how, it, how it, did it resolve?
12: Well, she got transferred, but if anybody else found out why they were there, like, they could have both gotten prosecuted under the Uniform Code of Military they Justice. could have been rat,
3: prosecuted. Oh, wow. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially in the level. So this is becomes amplified dramatically when oh, you're yeah. in the military. Oh, yeah.
12: Oh, yeah. You cannot. Officers cannot have relationships with an enlisted. Enlisted cannot have off, any relationships with officers. They can have relationships with people that are in the same rank or in the same area as them. But not work at the same place
3: okay so what when you when all this was going on to kill s- the stress would he go off and have shirtless volleyball games with his buddies
12: <laughs>
11: hey no. No, not like
12: that. But I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Like, uh, like he was probably telling some of the guys he worked with because he told me, and I was in a completely different part of the country at that point.
1: Yeah, and John it
12: was like high fives and everything. Like, oh,
1: <laughs> Let me ask you this scenario, and I doubt you can. But if you were, if you were really in love with somebody, and you and and you wanted to make it work, could you be? Could you request a demotion so that you would be on their at their same? Not, rank?
12: not really. I mean, you'd have to like. That, like, I've, I've never heard of that working. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just so much involved with, like, it being all about good order and discipline in the force. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're, like, making life and death decisions for with pe- for people. No, that's it's true. A, it's a no-go.
3: That's a tough sell, John. I think you go in, uh, you know, uh, Commander, I'd like a demotion so I could bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I But if you find yourself really in love yeah, with someone. Yeah, how do you work? Because there's what you're you way to you get, out get out of the, of the, the military. Is, you can, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. right? Uh, Either there or you to, just
4: do it on the sly for as long as you
3: possibly can. I have can. no
12: idea. I know my sister met her husband. She when she was in the Navy, but they wound up working in completely different like shops. Wow! So like one was a uh, one was on a ship, one was on land, and then whenever one would get transferred to land, the other one would be transferred to a ship. How, so, so that way they were never interacting with each other at like work and stuff like that.
3: John, how much do you think this goes on with people just being? Oh, very, this
12: happens all the time all in the, the time. military. Yeah, I mean, there. My buddy was in a, in Iraq. And uh, he went into a supply tent. And he was a heavy equipment operator, and uh, the little lance corporal, female lance corporal, was supposed to be there, and uh, she wasn't there. And behind there was some noise coming from the gunny's office. They rang the doorbell, and they both kind of came out disheveled and uh, red faced. <laughs> And uh, this stuff happens all the time, and it wow. it it can be an issue, especially with an integrated
3: force. But. No, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's it's interesting. Thanks, John. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yep. 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 Not a problem.
1: Uh, let me see here. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Janine. Hi, Janine.
11: Hey, good morning, you guys. Rob,
1: all- thank you, Janine. What's up?
11: Um, I just wanted to call. Uh, this is such a great topic. 14 years ago, I was a big sales manager for a furniture company that moved into the area with uh, three warehouse stores and I actually hired my mother.
3: You hired your mother.
11: And we had a no nepotism clause and my dad said, you're making the biggest mistake of your life. And my mom was a seamstress and designer and was dying to get into furniture. And I would give sales meetings like every morning with 65, 70 sales associates. And they would all say to me, why are you so mean to Brit?" Like, you're so good with all of us. Why are you so tough on her? And it was because she would come and try to stand next to me, you know, like to talk to me or for training. And, and I look so much like her.
3: Oh, so you're, 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 you don't they even want to be like juxtaposed yeah. next to her because somebody's going to go, wait a second. It's like Clark Kent with the glasses on and off becomes <laughs> Superman. And you're, you're figuring someone's going to. So you were keeping it obviously a secret that she was your mother.
11: Right, and and I would give sales meetings, you know, and I was like the Kathy Lee Gifford back then. I, you know, would tell about my family, and so they were all begging me to bring pictures in after Thanksgiving of, like, my turkey and because I had a restaurant before that and skip back, and I forgot to go through the pictures, and I forgot that, you know, here's pictures of my mom and dad, and, and I'm going, going through them in the meeting, and I'm like, oh, taking them out. People are like, well, what was, what was that? And I'm like,
3: oh, That's D-Pick. <laughs> wow, I'm wow.
11: In the front row cracking up because she's like, yeah, what was Brit doing at your house? for Thanksgiving?
3: Oh, that's funny. So nice. you had to verbally beat your mom up to make sure that the, no one perceived uh, favoritism.
11: Exactly. But the, the kicker was there were rumors because there were two men that I worked with that I was having an affair. And my mom kept defending me to everybody. <laughs> And I actually left and got headhunted for another company. And after she left, she walked back in and she said, oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know, Janine was my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody believed her.
1: Nobody believed her. That's funny. Thank you, Janine. Appreciate it. It's a little bit off topic, but yeah. that's very, very interesting. Uh, I will go to Mike, going back to the military for a second. Hey, Mike, good morning. No, this is Jake. I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. Hi, Jake. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. What's up, man?
5: Hey, uh, I got kind of a crazy story where I took over an office about a decade ago as a young manager, and one of my first uh, tasks as, as manager was to lay off a number of our staff, and uh, so I was basically given a list of all of our employees, and as I went through the entire list, uh, I kind of checked all some names for who I thought yeah, you know, we were going to be able to lose. And the day of the layoff, uh, we sat down with everybody and got it all completed. And then afterwards, uh, one of our young employees, who was probably like 21, 22 at the time, came to my office in tears, uh, very angry that I'd laid off one of our, like, 57-year-old employees.
10: Okay. And
5: I later came to find out that they'd been sleeping together for about six or seven months and the entire office was absolutely stunned (sighs) that we had like a Harold and Maude situation
3: oh my god (laughs) well yeah so
5: it, it was uh it was pretty it was pretty uh whack and then but the worst part was we had to because we lost staff we ended up promoting this younger employee to take on more responsibility But she basically held it against me for the entire next, like, two years that she was with us and, like, wouldn't look me in the eye and continued to kind of date him on the sly, on the side. And it just became this weird kind of office romance that, like, nobody saw coming. So she's 21,
3: he's 57, no one had a clue?
5: No, not not at all.
3: Uh, That's okay. Man, uh, that's
1: a good one. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, yeah. I can see why nobody would... (laughs) Consider that. Ew, I know. (laughs) Wow. All right, let me go to the call I was going to go to. Call. This is uh, Mike, who has a military comment. Hey, Mike. Good morning.
8: Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Nothing. Let's well, see. Uh, so, so I'm a I'm a second time caller. You guys might remember. Last time I called, I was telling you about the website Rub Maps.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
8: <laughs> Kathy's uh, yeah. on
3: that all the time, She, she loves that. Yeah. She Rub Maps. Of, uh, yeah. Rub Maps and German porn. Those are her things. Yep. <laughs> you
10: guys know
8: me. I I joined the military uh in about o five and um you know that was when Bush was doing the surge yep. right away. Uh, I got stationed at Fort Riley, Kansas with the first Infantry Division. we deployed right away for fifteen months okay well i had I was a private brand new I had a uh, sergeant um you know we won 't say her name, but uh, she was my sergeant um she technically by law was still married, but going through a divorce because it was a bad marriage. She wasn't treated right. He hit her, you know, it wasn't a good situation. Well, from her being my sergeant and being a mentor, just stuff clicked over there in Iraq. And uh, about four, I was over there for 15 months the first time. And um, four months into it, you know, she comes to me. She's like, hey, uh, we got a little problem. And I said, what? She's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, God, this is the worst scenario, you know, <laughs> worst possible scenario. So, I mean, we were truck drivers, and we ran convoys. So, like, I watched her get hit by an IED, you know, while she was pregnant. Jeez. What? And, um, yeah. So so but, what happened? Uh, well, nothing really, you know. Nine times out of ten, it doesn't, you know, hurt the vehicle but um, or go inside the vehicle. Okay. But anyway... There were NCOs who knew that we were sneaking around at night. They were trying to break it up. They kept trying to warn me, dude, you're going to ruin your career. You're going to ruin your career. Don't even get involved. Don't even get involved. Well, I did. And um, where I come from, I'm old-fashioned. So when we got back, you know, and I, I never, you know, I just met the girl practically. But I proposed to her. I said, look, let's just try and make this work. We're going to bring kid into the world. You know, let's just see what we can do. So we did. Three hundred and sixty-four days later, we were divorced.
3: <laughs> oh wow! But everything was so right leading up to that. <laughs> I know it was just like
8: it, it was, was like right out of the scenario. Bachelor.
3: Mike, was it then <laughs> that you decided to
1: start Rub Maps? Was that at the end of that?
8: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, when I got back. Yeah. yeah.
8: Wait a
3: second. I have an idea. Rub Maps. So wow. So I mean, by the way, why? So she let no one know she's in a truck and she's
8: pregnant. And I knew, we ended up telling um, our one platoon sergeant because he was like really, he, we got a new platoon sergeant towards the end of the deployment. And um, he came to us right away and was just like, what, tell me what's going on. And we told him, we were like, look, we we have feelings for each other. It's not just the desert romance. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to move you two. And he pulled her off the road for the last four months. Because I know the things you know. do
3: when you're pregnant. You don't drink wine and you don't drive over explosives. Right. Right? Those are the two yeah. things they weren't against. So, man, yeah. that that
8: is a wild story. Yeah.
3: But, but fortunately, it ended It ended great with the creation of Rub Maps. Mm-hmm.
8: <laughs> I right. still talk to her, you know, like, we're, you know, my son's in my life, everything. We're, we're good friends now, you know. It just didn't work out as a marriage. I love her as the mother of my children, but it just didn't work out.
1: You guys have more than one kid?
3: No, that's it.
1: I'm done. Oh, you said I'm children, with,
6: yeah. meaning I'm plural. But
3: uh, they, they, he has a split personality.
6: Oh, <laughs> he doesn't know about <laughs> was it. Was it twins? No. <laughs> Quadruplets. Quadruplets. <No>. Um, <laughs> yes. okay. All right. Thank <laughs> you, Mike.
3: Child. God almighty. Take care, that's man. That's a hell of a story.
1: Wow, that is. Okay. Interesting. Well, <laughs> I was not aware, and I, maybe it is the policy of, of almost any big company that the CEO is not allowed to get involved with any. Uh, any employees it's lonely at the top, man. Thanks. So, it is, right? yeah. So this is in McDonald's, though. I mean, this dude, yeah. and and he was the top he was, one. Uh, was apparently breaking new ground with uh, with them getting into online ordering and delivery. He was the guy that, that got this started. They let him go. That sucks. As he was dating, he was having a consensual
3: relationship with somebody else in the company. I don't
1: know at what level. I have no idea. But,
3: I wonder how how much they vet that stuff and how I mean, uh, how do you check up ultimately yeah. to make sure that's being adhered to right exactly All right. interesting thank you for your phone calls i appreciate it
1: uh some more movie passes for the screening of dr sleep tonight i want to give the last of what we have away i have eight of them uh it'll be at the landmark ritz five and the movie starts at 7 30 need to be there by seven o'clock and you'll be good to go the movie doesn't officially open until this friday so we'll huh. get you in before it opens 215-263-WMMR if you are interested please give us a call. And uh, don't forget that we have intern Ben and the MM Army who are on location right now handing out hers chips. The official chip of the Preston and Steve Show. We're rolling this out. 250 bags for free. We're just throwing them out there left and right. It's a celebration. And we also have $250 to give away as well. So if you stop by and you get a free bag of chips from hers and us, just uh, jot your name down. And uh, by the end of the show, we'll draw a name and we'll give that money away. Uh, So get to it and also grab a few bags bags of uh philly's hometown snack hers at your local grocery store today hers forever good we'll take a break and we'll be right back stay with us the president steve show
0: podcast wait turn up the sound 93 w m m r
1: everything that rocks so one last time we made the announcement earlier this morning that uh the official chip Of the Preston and Steve show is now hers chips. Blows my Uh, mind. They are going to be sponsoring our camp out for hunger. They're doing all kinds of cool stuff. They're going to be doing uh, a lot of things with us. And in fact, to kick this off today, they give us 250 free bags of hers chips to give away.
3: All willy-nilly. All willy-nilly. But Preston, these are these are like, you know, they, there's the regular full-size bag, and then there's the tiny bag. This is the, the middle bag, like yeah. a full, yeah. nice
1: serving. Yep, absolutely. And so we've been giving away all morning long and have been at the Roosevelt Mall in northeast Philly. We're going back to our correspondent on the streets, and that is intern Ben. Hello there, intern Ben. Hello, Preston. All right, so you've been handing out bags all morning. By the way, how has it felt doing your first correspondent, man-on-the-street reporter activity with the Preston and Steve show this morning?
9: It was a lot of fun. A lot of listeners were excited to meet me. They come to love me thanks to the Steve impression of me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they come but, to love you. Which, by the way, I have to point
3: out, you, you, we, he, he doesn't sound... Like he did that morning. No, if we had him do jumping jacks, he would sound like he did that right. morning. <laughs> because
1: that morning, it was of like, like this. I just have to... and And uh, and you hear that yeah. that the, why we were so surprised that morning that he spoke like that. Now that we've had him on the air a few times, is it it was like out of the ordinary. And so. here's the
3: reason why we probably won't use him that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He, he's been doing a fine job, but uh, but obviously, it's right. a tough task, President, when you're dispensing this amount of chips to people from out of state. It, <laughs>
1: It is correct.
3: So I tell you what, uh, Ben. Are we gonna? Are, do
1: you have the capability to uh, draw our winner here momentarily? Yeah, I am ready to go. Excellent. All right, then let's do it now. Let's find out who stopped by to get chips. Who's going to win two hundred and fifty dollars? We're going to randomly draw someone. Go right ahead, Ben. I'm going to dig
9: deep in the box. Here All right. we go. All right. We have Rob.
10: I can't read his last name. What is it? Wait, Rob, what? Okay, we
9: have Rob Medmars from Fishtown.
1: Say say the last name again:
9: Deb Mars.
1: Deb Mars?
9: B E D M A R Z.
1: Bedmars. all right, there you go. Yeah! Unbelievable! We do have his phone number, right, Ben? We do. Yep, yeah, we have his
9: phone
1: number and everything ready to go. All right. Well, we, well he just won $250, my
4: friend. <laughs> What's his phone number? Nice, nice shot.
1: <laughs> All right, Ben, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Come back here or get on the bus, go to New York, whatever you want to yeah. do. All right? It was the
3: most magical day of my life. <laughs> After dispensing chips, I hopped on board a bus to New York City, the great Gotham up east.
0: <laughs> oh, dear God. I spent
3: the day, much like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone 2.
1: Mm. All right. Uh, anyhow, we are happy about the association uh, with hers, and we have some stuff planned uh, at the Camp Out for Hunger, and we'll have uh, we'll have bags of chips for everybody. <laughs>
3: Wonderful for chips, climate. all sorts of different flavors, and everyone to embrace, no matter what your choice, hers can accommodate. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that I got to kick your goddamn ass is what I'm going to do. Taking my chips.
4: I uh, I watched right. that Daily Rush over the weekend a couple of times and <laughs> like his first you know I don't know minute and a half on the radio he's like and um, you know he, uh, teachers could be upset as as you one could imagine and then he like he
3: yeah, patted like, his I, chest I, I, the is, oh, I'm sorry <laughs> for just a, a brief second there my heart stopped pumping but I believe it's back online again and I can sense the blood yes it's going through the arteries up to my brain. What? I suffered a brief, brief bit of dementia there. I felt <laughs> I was in the jungle.
1: Uh, well, All his right. first uh, on on I'm the street appearance. My,
3: my excretory system is shutting down. Okay. The excretory <laughs> system. <laughs> All right. No. Huh? Um, Complete
1: paralysis of the
3: central nervous system.
1: I I have a I have a file of information here. Um, and these are uh, little bits of info from the Just
3: Sayin' Institute. We're doing both the noticer and Just Saying in one day? Unless you had something else in mind. No, I think this is awesome. All right, because I We do. gave away chips and two of our favorite characters? Yeah, why not? You see how I'm making this sound exciting?
1: Well, I did see this. It was a uh, study that was done that says that... just uh, say
3: an institute <laughs> produces more information for morning shows than other, any other institute in the United States.
1: Uh, swearing while exercising helps you burn belly fat
2: faster. I saw this.
3: Man. I swear all the time.
2: When you, you exercise?
1: Really?
3: Yeah. So when I'm doing it... Uh, so when I'm at... I, I, I work out at two places at home and at Vertex Fitness. And um, <laughs> sometimes... I have to make sure that the place is empty or if I'm going to go for it, you know, and then, uh, but, and then it's, it's okay. But I always have to say, I'll I'll always scream, you mother ever. But I always say to their trainer, I'm not yelling at you, I'm yelling at me. Okay. So that they know that, you know, and. Is uh, this
1: when you're trying to crank out the last bit of a tough set? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh,
3: So it happens frequently, but I I monitor my environment so that I'm not being uh, disturbing to other people. Uh, Keeley University researchers found that spewing
1: out expletives while working out increases pain tolerance and triggers an adrenaline response. Uh, this, in turn, makes you work out harder, uh, therefore maximizes your calorie burn. So they're putting all this do together.
3: Do you do the, der- like, yoga? Do you do, you know, yes. you sea sucker. <laughs> <soccer>. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> of course.
3: Uh, I tell you what.
1: No, I do not curse. While some
3: I'm of that exercise. yoga... Some of that some of those positions and yeah. some of those plank that, that, that stuff is hard. Oh it
1: is. Yeah. That and it's is hard. You you start to you, you get the shakes, you know, your your muscles are really it's really It's endurance
3: working. and it's yeah. but it's more I think it's more uh, contemplative than you know, then since like, you know, flinging kettlebells or something like that. Yeah, one of the it's static versus ballistic. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: One of the instructors. So I kind of like, you know, I like to move forward with yoga and, right. and you know, increase, you know, how deep I go into a pose and things like that. Right. So there was a, uh, an instructor who was helping me and I was in this position and I was like, oh, I said in class, I was like, oh my God, like it had to stop because I, you cursed. I didn't curse. I just said, oh, my God. But, like, it could have gone to cursing and yoga if if it would have gone any further.
1: Well, there are farts that happen in yoga. Quite I hear a bit. all the time,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: because you're in weird position and you got to hold it steady, and then one squeaks out like that.
3: You almost blow your goat off your back, right? Uh, no, I've <laughs> never blown a goat <laughs> off my back.
1: Never had that happen, before, sure. Uh So, anyhow, if you're one of those that uh, that curses, you're you're
3: uh, you're doing a good thing. On that angle, though, on that on this topic, I I I hate people who put on shows. When I used to work out at, at more public gyms, and. <gasps> You know, yeah. and I, like the whole the, the Conan the Barbarian thing and the, all this, it's 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 so over the top and you see people who don't know how to work out and they're yeah. just they're they're putting on a show and it's just ridiculous.
1: Speaking of people who work out, I should uh mention real quick uh hung out with uh Robert Irvine over yes. the weekend. Uh went to Boardroom Spirits uh for their one year anniversary actually uh at the distillery in Lansdale, which I had never been to it's a great place. Yeah. Uh, I did, uh, I posted pictures on Instagram, but what I didn't take pictures of was the actual bar where patrons go into. I was in the back distilling area where they had a, um, a cocktail-making contest, and uh, Robert and I were uh, the judges. That's in- so cool. And, uh, so I took some pictures and posted them, but it's a really, really cool place. Very nice people. boardrooms has have been by here a number of times and they were raising funds for the Robert Irvine foundation, which is for veteran services. Uh, and he, he walks the walk, man. I'm He's a great you, guy. He, uh, he really likes taking care of the vets and, and, uh, a lot of military and, uh, first responder. He also is into assisting first responders. A lot of people were there to, to get up and, and speak to the crowd And uh, Robert had, uh, you know, had pointed me out in the crowd like three or four times. He didn't need to do that. It was really, really awesome. Gail was there as well. Ah. And and so, uh, yeah, and he says he wants to come to the camp out for hunger. He was plugging the camp out for hunger for us, and uh, it was just a a lot of fun. Awesome. Cocktails were top notch. They make some really good stuff there. So I recommend if you haven't been by boardroom, Uh, Their distillery in Lansdale. Go check that out. It's uh, it's awesome, and it was it was great to hang out with him. So that was really cool. And he works out a lot.
3: He does work out a lot.
1: And his wife works out a lot. Yes. All right. uh, Let me see. Now we'll go. We'll we'll tie all these together
3: from the Justine Institute. We just talked about Robert Irvine. How will this tie into the next topic?
1: This ties in because uh, it has to do with booze. Heavy alcohol drinkers who smoke marijuana may slash their risk of getting liver disease.
3: So the key to avoiding cirrhosis of the liver is to smoke pot. Do bongs. Do bongs. Uh, North Shore Medical... I'm a medical doctor, and I recommend you do lots of bongs.
1: Uh, North Shore Medical Center researchers looked at uh, data on many people who had a history of alcohol abuse. They found those that also smoked marijuana had a 45% lower risk of getting alcoholic uh, stetatosis, or fatty liver disease a 55% lower risk of developing, uh, developing cirrhosis, which is you know scarring of the liver and can lead to liver failure, and 38% lower chance of developing the most common form of liver cancer.
3: May I ask something here? That. Uh, is, is that predicated on the fact that because they're doing that, they're not drinking as much? I don't think it is. Or no. that uh, the, the chemicals released counter the effects of the alcohol? Well, not that either. Researchers aren't sure
1: how it Protects the liver, but is it magic? They do note that uh, receptors in the body that respond to compounds in cannabis are known to have the ability to suppress the collection of fat on the liver. Huh. So,
3: so actually, a great way to lose weight is
1: through bongs. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know about that. Maybe on your liver. What if that
3: replaces keto, (laughs) Preston? Oh my God. I'm on the bong diet. Wow. Wow. Uh, You are so ripped. What are you doing? Bongs (laughs) and lots of them. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: that is. Uh, All right, back to the Institute. Swallowing. (laughs) Take a deep gulp, and then we'll go into the next story. I was just drinking my bong water. Uh, How about... We'll go go to something completely different rather than uh, body and health. Uh, And, Kathy, I'm curious as to what you would think about this. So, researchers found people rated sloppily wrapped gifts more favorably than neatly wrapped gifts, regardless of the gift inside.
2: No, ah. not even close.
1: But this held true only if the gift giver was, was giving... an
3: alcoholic.
1: No, mm-hmm. was giving the present to someone they were close to. When the gift was given to an acquaintance, the recipient used the neatness of the wrapping paper as a clue to sense the gift giver's value of the relationship. Wow. So you don't... if a,
2: if You just don't care?
1: You don't care. If if that's someone you don't know, uh, if it's someone you do know, then you know we're close. I can be more casual with. I you.
2: mean, I'll kind of laugh. Yeah, I guess I, I'll kind. My mom isn't like the best rapper, so if she wraps something. You know, it's it's not going to be perfect. But for me, I would never hand somebody a sloppy wrapped gift.
1: Uh, researchers say the findings could be useful when gift givers are deciding how much time to invest in wrapping a present. And whether to pay for wrapping services at a store or mall.
3: So um, they usually do that for free. Some do, uh, some do, and then there are actually so some some will provide it free. Uh, some will do it. Some charities will do it, and then some malls have a service where you go and pay, and pay and they'll they'll wrap everything, right?
2: Yeah, they'll wrap everything. I think more more so than not, you have to pay now.
1: So could I go to a mall with things that I didn't buy there and just bring a whole you know? Okay, I have a the bin full and say here.
2: There is actually a service. Uh, it's new this year. Uh, I might include it on my holiday activity list, but it's out of Ambler and they will actually, you can actually ship your gifts to them and they will store them for you. So, um, if you have maybe kids that are snooping around the house, and you don't oh. want them to see anything, they'll store it for you. Or, uh, you can send them and they'll wrap them and you pick them up or you can drop them off and they'll wrap all of your gifts and then you pick them up. I, you know what, let me see if I can find the name of it.
1: Man, that might, I might do something like that. Would you do that? If I could just go drop them off and then go pick them up. Do you want you? Or do you want shipping, them shipped to you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do shipping. Shipping is a pain in the ass to me. I'd rather go rather than go through the process of labeling and mailing and, and doing all that. I'd mm. rather just drop them off somewhere. I'll see you in a week.
3: Come back, pick them up. They're all done. But if you go, go back there and they've sold your stuff to someone else, and that's <laughs> I didn't consider yeah. that. It's possible, man. Mm. I've never used the service.
2: So mm. it's called Slay for Gifts. Slay for Gifts. Yep. Slay. They're, Slave? Oh. they're oh. a gift. Um, oh,
1: Slay. I was thinking Slay S L A Y. No. As in Kill, yeah, Murder, yeah, yeah. maim. Kill Yes.
2: Yeah, so. No, like Santa oh, Slay. Oh, S L A Y. Killer, mommy. Killer. Yeah. Um so they're a gift storage service. Uh and you can have your holiday <laughs> purchases shipped directly to them. Oh. Uh they'll wrap. Yeah. They'll organize everything for you, and they'll uh, they'll even assemble and deliver the gifts to them. Will so they want them to? purchase
3: assemble. the gifts for you Damn. with their own with money? With their own money, right. Yeah. <laughs>
6: that would be awesome. Shy <laughs> for your loved ones and yeah. come up with ideas for people
3: that you yeah. care about. Learn yeah. about the people in your life and get gifts that are appropriate <laughs> and thoughtful. Oh, my God.
10: <laughs> Preston's in. That's what I need.
3: <laughs> there you
4: go. There's the service had a conversation with Santa Claus. It's uh, (laughs)
3: lovingdaddy.com.
4: And so the the elves didn't put things together for him a a couple of uh, Christmases. And and so not only was he going all over the world, but he was there in the living room and in the garage putting things together that, like, took forever. On Christmas Eve he was doing that? On Christmas Eve he was doing that. And he's like, God damn it, elves. The hell do I pay you in
3: candy canes for? So Sander was cursing. Yeah, he yeah. was for you and, and taking the Lord's name. I mean, in you man. would imagine. I mean, he's
4: trying to, like, deliver presents to seven. I've got product people. to move, you little <laughs> bastards.
1: Christ's <laughs> sake.
4: <laughs> I mean, the guy's you got. You try doing it. He's
1: got to be on edge. Biff
3: and Ding, get over there.
1: <laughs> Ding?
6: They're elf names. Yeah, Biff and yeah. Ding. Come on. Are they head elves or are they? No. Uh, I don't know. Just, just, handy, no. just no. handies. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Not you head don't, elves. You don't talk to your management like that. You're right. Those aren't head
3: elves. Those are handy elves. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, they're all the right size. I'll tell you what, though. That's that, for you, Preston. This might be something, especially when you're trying to keep the. There are different ways, you know. Obviously, Santa employs all sorts of things to help you uh, keep your the, the 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 presence a secret. But this might be something that uh, for the more mature people uh-huh. uh, is is an out. Yeah, my wife is an artist. She is the uh, Van Gogh. Yes. Of uh, gift wrapping. <laughs> I need to, Kathy, when you when you wrap presents, uh,
4: do you do it at a table, like uh, the dining room table, a kitchen table? Or you know what? do I, you do it on the floor? I, or do
3: you do it sprawled nude on a bearskin rug?
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a white furry rug. Uh, no, I do it on the floor. I wish I could do it on a table. I, yeah. I still want, one day I will have that wrapping station. Yeah. Um, just because it, I hide myself in a room.
4: Yes,
1: you
2: know what I mean. So I don't. I can't. I don't normally. We break do out it. the
3: the foldable uh, tables. You know that you might
1: That's use.
2: That's a good idea. Yeah, I yeah, have one of those in the yep. basement.
3: Take it out. Oh, this. My mm-hmm. wife has her station now. There is a, a table right there in the basement, so she has a quasi um, uh, gift wrap. But she's right with you, Kathy. She wants everything. The dispensers. The because yeah. she also makes her own uh, bows.
2: Bows. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: See,
2: I could do that if I had. I could make so many more bows if I had the area. <laughs>
4: Um, my, my buddy's wife is very, very handy. And then, uh, not Eddie. What else? So she, um, had like a little craft room downstairs in yeah. the basement. And I know. I want a I
2: craft room. Do
4: right. So, but how many bedrooms do you have in your house? Like 10?
2: No, I have four. Okay. You're only using two of them, right? You're, you're probably using one of One's a playroom.
3: Right. Okay. And one is your s room. All right. Nah, and, and then you need a spare. One's a guest bedroom. Yeah, I know. Guest
4: bedroom. and uh,
2: uh, yeah, that's my wrapping room. Our figging
3: room. room. Uh-huh. <laughs> what figging. about your
4: basement? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not finished. That's the thing. It's so, like, dreary. and I don't want to go down well, there. Well, can you brighten it up? On, like, a bright, you know, to wrap Chris- Christmas gifts and listen to Christmas music. I don't want to go in the basement.
3: By the way, if I may go off on a slight tangent, yesterday... There were at one time there were six separate Christmas movies on Hallmark already. Hallmark mystery and movies. Hallmark's wow. been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lifetime all on, and I was watching them. Was- those channels never make it onto my TV.
4: Yeah, like I just I don't even know what hundreds are they in. Yeah, are They yeah. in the seven eight. Amazing. Okay, the stories are so different. But cat, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have like almost uh, you know like those those uh roles. It almost looks like a toilet paper yes, roll, yes. where you just
2: go
3: that yeah. like yes. you had, like you had, yeah. So
2: candy. That's spelling. what you would do if you the, had that.
3: The, the the Maharishi of gift wrapping, yeah. Candy uh, Spelling, who is Tori Spelling's mother, yeah, had in in that vast spelling estate that I that they've since sold had an entire room. I think in square footage is about half the size of the house we were living at at that time when I heard about it. <laughs> um, a, a, a gift wrapping room with those things, Kathy, on like two walls of, of of wrapping paper. She got into it too. It's just crazy. Yeah, my mom had turned
4: my sister's bedroom into what she ended up calling the Christmas room. She didn't have the, the rolls of uh, stuff on, on like a toilet paper roll, but she did she turn my sister's old dresser into like the station where there was tape and bows and, and all ah. that stuff. and it was awesome for her. But um, how often is Jason in the playroom? Does he... I would imagine you're not allowed to have toys outside of the playroom in your house,
2: right? I mean, you can, but you know what? He's he's at the age where we don't really have too many toys. You know, there's some things in the playroom, but uh, no, he's in there a lot. He has a TV in there. I
4: want this for you. I want this for you so badly,
3: Kathy.
2: I I need to finish the basement. That's the problem. I need to finish the basement and put this down there.
3: But what you need to know is that, so the gist of this, though, is that if you present a slovenly wrapped gift to someone who you are not friends with, they might take it as a slight.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: However, if it's a close person, they kind of like it when it's kind of... uh, (laughs) Because it shows your disregard for them.
1: That's exactly it, yeah. All right. anyhow. Take it for what it is. It's from the Just Saying Institute. From the Just
3: Saying Institute, accruing information for over 3,000 years. (laughs) (laughs) I keep making the legend big. It's ancient. Since the time of early Egypt, Mm. the Just Saying Institute has taught morning shows how to execute kicker stories... (laughs) That's what they used to call it. Yeah.
1: All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we return, I will have some bizarre foul stories to pass along to you, so make sure you don't stray too far. We'll return shortly. What's new? Glad you asked? Dinosaur Pilot. I'm always on the back foot. Yeah, I'm always on
0: the God's man.
8: Under your scars, I breathe. You're like a shooting star in the way. Struts. Dead.
0: New music.
5: More of everything that rocks. On 93.3
0: WMMR.
5: Now, it's,
0: uh, WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Bizarre, Bizarre. File
1: <laughs> <Bizarre Files. laughs> this morning is brought to you by hers. Look at that. Hey! A Philly hometown favorite for generations. Whether you're hosting a tailgate or grabbing a snack on the go, Wherever you're snacking, make it Philly, Philly, and grab a bag of your favorite hers flavor. And hit hers forever good. We'll start with this. In uh, this week of Weirdly Delightful News, a woman has been painting with her boobs, and the results are pretty great. Artist Nadia Matevs- Matevskay from Belarus doesn't paint fruit bowls or nude folks. She makes majestic illustrations of none other than than Her Majesty
3: the Queen. So she paints the queen with her breasts? Exactly. It is my tribute to her.
1: The 21-year-old has been using uh, Queen Elizabeth as her muse and her boobs as her brushes, and she even manages to sell her paintings.
3: Don't ask me how I paint the tacos.
1: Uh, Covering (laughs) her breasts in paint, Nadia has also been able to create stunning landscapes. Mm. Uh, Nadia, who turned professional after painting her first piece as part of a challenge... Angles her bits in different directions to create unique patterns and styles. How do they look? Did you see any pictures of them? It's not bad. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is uh, it like Bob Ross esque? No, I mean it's a portrait of a person, oh, yeah. so it's a little a bit landscape. different. But, yeah. Uh, other women in the past have also gotten creative using their breast, and who could forget uh, Picasso? I guess the man painted with his penis, or is it... no, I'm sorry, not Picasso, Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> Missed that when I first. Had I, there to do this was a story.
3: whole chapter in the Picasso story <laughs> I was unaware of until I realized it was Picasso. I wouldn't have doubted it. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, Nadia loves giving
1: a shout out to the monarchy and says there's even a growing demand for her work. Of course, she said that uh, she's never picked up a paintbrush until she began painting her unique pieces back in February, and now she sells her art using Facebook and Instagram and flogs the stuff across the globe.
3: She so, also paints houses that way.
1: Probably. <laughs> that'd be. Pretty impressive if she could do that. Police say a Pennsylvania man fatally shot his girlfriend because they were ha- having an argument over his guns. Oh, um, Pocono, <laughs> I guess he won. Pocono Mountain Regional Police say 88-year-old Bernard Pedrera shot 72-year-old Lydia Boulan at their uh, home early Thursday. No, I'm not comfortable with your guns. Uh, police <laughs> A police affidavit says Pedrera told officers he was cleaning his guns. Uh Uh-huh.
3: The old, I was cleaning the gun.
1: uh, When his girlfriend yelled at him to put them away. Police say Pedrera told them she grabbed a loaded gun and it went off killing her. Court papers say he later told police he had his finger on the trigger at the time. Authorities say the couple had a history of domestic complaints. And I
3: actually wasn't cleaning him at all. He was uh,
1: jailed without bail on a homicide charge. This dude sounds like he murdered her.
3: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. How about this?
1: A Montana woman who forced her ex-boyfriend to have sex with her at Machete Point has been sentenced to 20 years in state custody. A judge sentenced Samantha Mears in connection with her arrest last year for breaking into the victim's Great Falls home and sexually assaulting him. Mears was committed to the custody of Montana's Department of Public Health and Human Services for placement in a mental health facility. Her 20-year sentence was the maximum. What a lunatic. Yeah, listen to this. Following the treatment at the um, Montana State Hospital, Mears was judged stable enough for a case to proceed, though a sentencing order notes that she suffers from mental disease or defect, and she'll have to undergo counseling and treatment. Now, Mears entered the victim's home while he was out running an errand. Upon the man's return, Mears emerged from behind a bedroom door, And she said, uh, and apparently came up behind him and placed a machete under his throat. She then directed her ex to get on the bed and remove his clothes. After taking off her pants, Mears climbed atop the victim and initiated sexual contact. The man told cops that Mears, who was holding the machete, bit him on the arm and continued to have sex with him after he attempted to end the encounter. The man added that after he finished, he sought to push her off to end the whole thing. But she continued to have sex with him until he could no longer perform at all. So, all the while holding a machete. Yeah. Well, I guess she... I'm not not sure she had it the whole time or not, but maybe she did. Jeez. Uh, The man eventually fled the residence, called 911. During questioning, Mears claimed to have had uh, consensual uh, sex with the victim. A cop noted, but she was, quote, not making much sense and would often ramble on in her answers with information that didn't even pertain to my questions. Uh, Two months before the assault... Mears was arrested for sexually strangling her boyfriend.
3: Allegedly, Uh, allegedly strangling. Well, allegedly. Not sexually. Yeah. Sorry. But now she's going to prison. Yep.
1: In Connecticut, one person is in custody after Waterbury residents reported finding razor blades in their children's Halloween baskets. And this is a legit story. Okay. So Thursday night, police received multiple reports of loose razor blades being found in candy baskets in uh, the 102 Horseshoe Drive area of the city. So far, none have been found inside of the candy. One person who is believed to be responsible for the incident was taken into custody and identified as 37-year-old Jason Rask. Rask claims... Uh, The razor blades were accidentally spilled or put into the candy bowl he used to hand out the candy from. That seems viable. Doesn't it, though?
3: I often keep all my shaving equipment next to my candy bowl. Rask
1: did not provide an explanation as to how the razor blades were handed out to children along with the candy. Well, I find it comforting to shave over the candy bowl. Uh, Police also determined the uh, three-year-old living at the home had access to a box of razor blades. Uh, Rask, Go play with your
3: razor blades, kids, and daddy's going to make you some waffles.
1: Was arrested and charged with risk of injury to a minor reckless endangerment and interfering with a police officer. He's being held on $250,000 bond, by the way. so
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you never really hear the stories of really people getting razor blades in their candy. I mean, yeah. it wasn't in the candy, but it Still. was handed out. That was really weird. Uh, And that is where we will end things for now. Horrific. With the Bizarre File. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have a question about today's program. And let's see if you know the answer. And uh, we'll award you a prize if you do indeed. Uh, That will have trash and music news, too. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve in WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, I did the uh, totally 100% completely blank that uh, it was daylight savings. And so I'm watching TV, and my son comes down and, and, uh, and brings me up to speed on that news. And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's an hour earlier than I thought it was. That's so kick-ass. <laughs> I stayed up it's specifically nice to,
3: uh, and I watched a movie because I thought, you know, I'm going to watch a movie late into the night because yeah. I'm going to get an extra hour. And, oh. it, and it was awesome. Okay. All my stuff except, actually everything except for the stove reset automatically. Really, Every, my car reset automatically. Or everything else in the house reset automatically. You don't have any uh, analog clocks, no. Okay, no. Just Reduce. the uh, uh, so the uh, yeah, not not a damn one. And I have the uh, the atomic clock, yeah. which is a lot of radiation, honestly, to have in my room. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, that so I have I have I have both my my Alexa and my Amazon. I have mm-hmm. them separate names in the room controlling different things. I tell them they they're both on a schedule to wake me up, and then I also have the uh, atomic clock that goes off as a backup. It's a battery power clock, yeah, just o- in case.
4: The only thing that changed on its own were my phone and watch, and that's it. Yep. Everything else I had to do man- manually. Manually? And, like, I saw, I have a new car, so I was, like, tried to tried to figure out how to how do did- that all, uh, all over. All I
2: know. I was surprised my car didn't change, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah.
3: Do, you, do you connect your phone physically to the car? No. Do you rub your phone on the car? <laughs> Uh no. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to see if you did stupid stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, um, yeah, mine, mine reset.
1: Whoever was on the air uh, Saturday or Sunday morning, I guess honestly, at one a.m. <clears throat> was smart enough to be rolling uh, video in yeah. the other studio. Did you see it? Yeah, yes, yeah. yep. Yeah, it's very uh, the immediately the the clock instead of the uh, just the the minute hand or the or the hour hand, the little hand going back to one hour. The second hand rolls backwards, yeah, 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 and starts ticking off the minutes backwards. It's so cool! Uh, I know it's
3: freaky. I love yeah. that. It's uh, it's pretty trippy. It's so. dumb, and we love it. I love that thing. Yeah. Do you have Do you have any? Uh, do you have like a grandfather clock in the house? Do you have not a, a grandfather
1: clock, but we do have a very big um, analog clock that sits above the um, uh, the television in the main living room. It yeah. just looks nice. We like that. So you have to get up there and. Take take your finger and roll the clock back. Get to so,
3: finger your clock mm-hmm. and a finger
1: clock. Yeah, I don't
2: have any more of those no. either. No, Do you no, we say the regular dial? dial? I, I
1: like them with a the regular. You dial. know
2: what? I have one that I got in Galway, Ireland, but I uh, don't. It takes batteries, and I have not put batteries in it probably in ten years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like a cuckoo clock. Don't you? No. I've always wanted one, yeah. and then I realized after a while it'd probably be annoying. It'd probably be so <laughs> yeah. annoying. I know. I like yeah. those, those the, 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 you know, the old German style with the door opens up and the guy comes out in the leader halls, and yeah, really doesn't. My stepmother has one that has different bird
1: calls at every hour.
3: Oh, God. So you that think, must You can be get terrible. stuff like
1: that. And we, and we have one that we, that we would break out for uh, <clears throat> for Christmas, and it would play just a little part of a Christmas carol uh, uh, at at the top of the hour. Yeah. And it was cute yeah. for a few days, yeah, yeah. and then you wanted days. to just
6: beat it to death. <laughs> when I was in college, Casey, I went to a cuckoo clock uh, store slash factory. They made hundreds of them, and uh, we were in there when the hour changed, you know, at the top of the hour, and uh, it was it was neat, you know, yeah. really loud, really, uh, but I can't imagine working there and not wanting to <laughs> blow your brains <laughs> <laughs> uh, out. At the top hour.
3: of every hour. At the top of every hour. That's where Jeffrey Dahmer worked. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah.
6: Every one of the clocks obviously going off at the same time. Yeah, I'm sure the the fact it's like it's like when you get I want to get lovebirds
3: I want to <laughs> ah! <laughs> when the reality yeah they never stop.
1: All right, so anyhow, hopefully you haven't uh, waited till now to switch your clock over. Hopefully you uh, you everything worked out wonderfully for you. We're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks. Uh, Sturgill Simpson produced by the Bowery presents. A good, I should have read this ahead of time. A good-looking tour, March 14th at the Met. So the question that we have here uh, for you this morning, which two L's was Santa really mad at? Two one five two six three all right? Let's see if you know. Which two L's was Santa really mad at? We heard that earlier this morning. If you know the answer, then you should get on the phones. Give us a call right now. You just might win. If you get through, we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The
13: trash business is a
0: gold mine. 3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
1: And this morning it is brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. Earn industry top dollar. Get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at mcguffbus.com. What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, 35-year-old Catherine McPhee sending a sweet tribute to husband David Foster on his 70th birthday. McPhee, who married Foster in June, says marrying a 70-year-old man is like starting a wonderful journey with a definitive end date. Oh, my God. Newly slender Rob Kardashian coming out of seclusion and making the rounds, ending up at Kendall Jenner's 24th birthday party and a Halloween party. However, many fear Rob's weight loss might be fleeting because his date to both of those events was a turkey leg. (laughs) And finally, Nick, this is of interest to you. Former Mets pitching ace Dwight Gooden, signing with notorious promoter Damon Feldman to participate in a celebrity boxing match. Feldman says Gooden will finally bring an air of dignity and respect to celebrity boxing when he takes on Andy Dick. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood All Alrighty, we'll
1: see if we can find an answer to this question. Uh, Who are the two elves that Santa's really mad at? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Mike and see if he knows. Hey Mike, how you doing? Sweet. Sweet. Alright, Mike, do me a favor, tell me the two L's Santa was really mad at.
9: As biff and ding. Biff
1: and ding. <laughs> You're correct, sir. Hang on. We are going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR Rock. Sturgill Simpson, produced by the Bowery, presents a good-looking tour on uh, March 14th at the Met in Philly. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via SturgillSimpson.com. Complete details at WMMR.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on
0: 93.3
1: WMMR. Yeah. Brought to you this morning by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salus University. And the Pennsylvania Ear Institute offers quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert oleologist will help you hear your best. For more information, visit salusuhealth.com slash P-E-I. Let's start with this. I got a lot of really good stuff here. Rage Against the Machine has announced that the band will reunite for a number of shows in early 2020. Hmm. including an appearance at next year's Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival. So it's been a while, man. They will also appear in El Paso, Texas, March 26th, La Cruces, New Mexico on March 28th, and Phoenix on March 30th. Sources say that more shows are being planned as well. Uh, the news of the reunion br- broke early on Friday morning when an Instagram account with the handle, Rage Against Machine, shared a list of 2020 dates. Although industry sources confirm that the dates are legitimate, none of the members of the quartet itself have addressed the news at press time. Rage Against the Machine last played together in 2011 at the L.A. Rising Festival in Los Angeles.
3: Are they going to do a residency on the Kelly
1: Clarkson show? Yeah, I think that's mainly where they're <laughs> going to play. Uh, Rage frontman Zach De La Roca, meanwhile, what has all but disappeared from public view with occasional rumors. Of a long-awaited solo album amounting to nothing. The other guys have all been up to stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he hasn't done anything. That's so a little unhinged. Should be interesting. So, But cool that they're getting back together, man. They're a crazy awesome live band. Coldplay announced on Friday that the band will perform its upcoming eighth studio album, Everyday Life, at a pair of live stream concert events in Iman, Jordan. Uh, And Coldplay Everyday Life live in Jordan will air live on YouTube in two parts uh, Mirroring the two halves of the Everyday Life double album Sunrise and Sunset The Sunrise portion will begin November 21st at 11 p.m. Eastern Time And that's just for the album is released worldwide at midnight on the 22nd Which is just around Sunrise in Jordan Sunset will be performed at 9 a.m. Eastern Time Which is Sunset in the Middle Eastern Nation as well uh, this will be the band's first ever live performance in Jordan, inspired by the Middle Eastern influences, apparently on the new album. So, they
3: were the musical guest on SNL over the weekend, and they're, they're getting more production y, yeah. uh, just the, the musical acts in general. So, they started with uh, Chris Martin behind stage, you know, walking through the uh, all the, the wires Holies. and all that stuff and all that stuff, and came out. And then, I don't know if, we, if you're watching, Casey sits down, which what, what you believe is the audience, and they all are obviously trained dancers, and they get up and start moving around. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't actually see the episode. Uh, yeah. I do DVR it, so perhaps
4: I'll watch it later today.
1: Alrighty. Uh Let's see. Foo Fighters have released their fifth surprise numbered EP of the year. Uh, the latest, titled 02050525, features covers of The Passions and Jawbreaker, as well as deep cuts, b-sides, and demos pulled from the band Sessions from 2005's In Your Honor double LP. Uh, Let's see. they it names through the tracks. No one cares. Uh, yeah, the covers are passions, nineteen eighty one, one hit wonder. I'm in love with a German film star, as well as takes on the, a take on Jawbreakers, nineteen ninety two track, kiss the bottle, uh, featuring Chris <laughs>
4: Shiflett.
2: What was that?
4: It was my chair. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, it was
1: like, are squeaky. you
2: serious?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a part that went through it. <laughs> it, was,
4: it was your ass.
10: So
3: was it your ass? I hate him. I mean, he actually was able to dislodge metal.
10: <laughs>
3: He's my chair. His ass is part blacksmith.
4: There was a fart that went right through my chair. Yeah, I heard it.
3: <laughs> I mean. I, I, I'm sorry. You that, guys weren't supposed to hear that. You have, <laughs> to be, you have to be impressed. There was a metallic clank. You guys Lord. weren't supposed to be able to hear that. If we can get that audio. I did. If it...
1: so I, no, I just turned. Really I looked because I heard. I, you know, I hear a noise. It's Casey just going like this,
3: <laughs> but, smile and points uh, yeah. to himself. But, you know, but you know. Am I crazy? That was a metallic clank generated by a fart. Yeah. It sounded like a. It sounded like something
1: hit the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, f- I actually felt it. <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. Know, did you
6: guys feel it? I didn't feel it. I heard I, it though. I could feel, right. I'm a lot closer to yeah. it yeah. than you are. God bless I, you.
1: I actually felt it. Let's move on,
6: guys.
3: The science was just made right now.
1: So. Foo Fighters have a new repeat. Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Yay.
3: Billy Corrigan will
1: release a new <laughs> solo album titled Cotillions on November
3: 22nd. <laughs> Come on. You, you're thinking about it. Keep I am two. going. How does expelled gas create a metallic sound?
6: <laughs> Move forward. I bought the chair story yeah. for a second. Yeah. I really did. I am an artist, Steve.
1: Uh, via his own you Martha's Music label, like 2000. 2000- you're Nito. nito <laughs> Like 2017's uh, Ogilala, uh, the disc will be issued under his full name, William Patrick Corgan. Uh, he wrote on Instagram, Cotillions, November 22nd, this double album, A True Labor of Love, is available on all
3: digital platforms. <laughs> it won't leave your mind, will it? Cool. It can't.
1: All you have to do is pre- pre-subscribe so that you can see the song titles and have it waiting for you the moment it comes out. Uh, he added that uh, there will be two vinyl versions Of the LP as well. One of them, a limited edition with more content. Mm.
3: Uh, We have audio of this. uh, I just sat next to history and I can't get (laughs) out of my mind. Something rare and beautiful just happened and I have to go on with this music news report.
1: The Red Hot Chili Peppers and Eddie Vedder teamed up to cover Prince's Purple Rain... And Jimi Hendrix's rendition of All Along the Watchtower during the Silver Lake Conservatory of music Annual's, uh, Music's annual fundraising concert on Saturday in LA. Both the Pearl Jam Singer and Chili Peppers also played mini sets as part of the benefit. Uh, Flea co founded the nonprofit music school nearly two decades ago. So we have some of the um, Purple Rain. I'd
4: like to hear oh, that. Oh, nice. Is that ready to go? Uh, uh, yep. Here, here we, we go. Know.
8: Purple rain, purple rain. Oh, oh my
0: God! Purple rain purple rain.
8: purple rain, purple rain, purple rain, purple rain.
10: It's not far off. <laughs> <Thank God. Yeah.
11: laughs> I only wanted to see you bathing in the purple rain.
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: wow. All right, you just made up for the metal yeah, part. Thank you, guys. Oh my god. Here's the actual audio. Here we go.
4: <laughs> purple. Shut up, dude. Right. No, here you go. Seriously. <laughs>
10: I uh-huh. only want to see you laughing Yeah,
1: i Purple
0: rain, purple
1: rain It's not too far off He was far. up uh, an octave A little bit, a little bit more, yeah It's a little muddier <laughs> audio, but, you know, he's got that huh thing Purple rain, purple rain,
10: purple
4: rain. Oh my God Dude, I even did the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right?
10: Wow. Oh,
0: yeah,
10: I know, I know.
0: Purple Um, Rain... (laughs)
3: Purple Rain. (laughs) This should be a moratorium Uh, on doing Purple Rain, right? So many people have done it now.
1: Uh, Have they?
3: Yeah. Especially after Prince died, everyone was doing it. Mm. The guy who did Chocolate Rain did it.
1: Chocolate (laughs) Rain,
3: Chocolate Rain. rain. It's not even my
4: favorite Prince song. No. Um, The Batman theme.
1: I like Dove's Cry better than that.
4: Dove's Cry is good. I love Diamonds and Pearls. That's a good song. I um, Would Die
3: For You is one of my absolute favorite really, Prince songs. That's a really fun song. Yep. Like seven. That. That's my favorite Prince
4: song.
1: Oh, seven, we will watch them fall. Yeah. yeah, that's a great song. Wow. All right. Moving on. And open calls being held for the role of Motley Crew Bass's Nikki Sixx in the Broadway adaptation of his memoir, The Heroin Diaries, A Year in the Life of a Shattered Rock Star. Uh, the call is taking place, Pearl Studios today. You know it'd be perfect. What, Joel Gray? Joel Gray, <laughs> from Cabaret. Oh, I didn't. I don't know who Joel Gray is. <laughs> I thought he was the guy that did the uh, Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus. Oh, that.
3: Guy. <laughs> That'd be good too. It was yeah. a different Gray, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. John Gray, John maybe? Gray, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this is going to be at Eighth Avenue in New York City. Attendees are asked to prepare two songs in advance. Uh, the musical, which debuted in early, which
3: will debut in early of
1: next year, is being directed by David Asboryensen.
3: So, huh. Yeah. I wonder how that. Well, listen, I love the the dirt, the the movie. I've watched it a yeah. couple times now. Yeah. And if absolutely. that covers the same ground, it might be kind of interesting. Kiss has just
1: rolled out 75 new dates for the band's on uh, the band's ongoing The End of the Road tour. Uh, the new stops will play North and South America, Europe, and a single stop in Johannesburg, South Africa. Although final dates have not been released, Kiss has announced that it will play its final show. Uh, in, uh, let's see, in New York, but at a venue to be announced. I think we have a clip of Paul Stanley.
6: Oh, it. <laughs> we actually have, yes. Yep. Yeah,
1: here we go. We've
6: been on the End of the Road tour, and people have said, when is the last show? So we're here to tell you that the End of the Road comes to an end on July 17, 2021, in New York
3: so a couple of things. That's from the KISS Cruise where your stepsister and my friend Dwayne are yes. uh, on the currently on the KISS Cruise. And they met each other. They were they, I got I got pictures and everything. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's kinda of, I think here's another case where the final date of the tour is in a city that you don't associate with KISS, right? Wouldn't it be well, they're, they're a New York band, though. yeah. Uh,
1: but uh, Detroit Rock City—I mean—was a big hit for them. But they—they're tried and true. They're all a New right. York band, yeah, no question. So, uh, so I'm, I'm getting a little seasick.
3: <laughs> I have to be honest; these cruises are wreak havoc on my digestive system. <laughs> uh, a kiss
1: biopic is currently in the works. By the there was way, was that go on that? Did you hear that? <laughs> for me, all the way over here, all the way over there to yeah. my microphone. On oh, a second,
3: hey. Yeah, see? It's unbelievable. (laughs) Thank you for coming aboard this cruise. It's Um, a wonderful time. Shuffleboard at (laughs) 9. By the way, so yeah, Kiss biopic
1: is currently in the works. That's one that could work. That's one that could absolutely
3: Who would you cast as the different parties?
1: Oh, man, I didn't even start to think about that. Um, Paul Stanley? Michael Madsen? Yeah, that's a first name that comes to mind i don't know think about them uh, younger and and uh, i mean gene obviously that's the one you want to get right for yeah sure. I, I couldn't even it's, start it's tough them.
3: and sometimes like they but they they these people that do it professionally come up with good options you know you gotta yeah. really think yeah. about it
1: uh so the band's longtime manager doc mcgee revealed uh that for us now uh he said for a biopic like a bohemian rhapsody or something like that it's important to make sure that you have the right partners and you don't Get jackass. Uh, You get something. You tell them, Jack. Yeah, you get something that's that's uh, true
3: to what Kiss is. We don't want this to be like (laughs) Jackass. I'm
11: in there now too.
3: Kathy's up here too on stage. Everybody, Jackass.
10: (laughs)
1: i'm sorry he said uh you get something that you want uh that is true of what kiss is we're in the middle of it now and i think that it will come out before the end of next year the hell does that mean been no word on a start date for filming or the production team uh involved in the film so
3: they should do something like where they're they're in an amusement park (laughs) they did that oh okay yes in the phantom of the park (laughs) It was terrible. It was terrible. It was really bad. It was terrible. I was watching, uh, it was available on Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime just got this whole dump of stuff when they tried to out-of-the-gate compete with Netflix. And one of the things is a Paul Lynn holiday special, like a Halloween's Paul Lynn of all people, and Kiss is the band performing on the special. It's
1: I remember that. insane. Steve, I absolutely remember that special. Because <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, Kiss was everything, everything to me. yeah, yeah. But before, I, and, you know... Like, up until, like, fifth grade, KISS was everything for me. I'll never forget, Phantom of the Park was going to be on TV. And uh, my parents had agreed to go over to another family's house. We were going over there for the night. And they were like, you can just watch that when we go over there. When we get over there, this family didn't have cable. What? Uh They they weren't, or they were on a different TV system or something like that. They didn't have it. I. No DVRs. Cried my eyes out. Yeah. My dad drove me back home Aww. while the rest of the family stayed over there so I could watch this thing. I know
4: you it's a good did, dad. No, you
1: know what? I you, owe him big time for that. Still,
4: you probably did him a favor because I mean, just judging by the the way I am now, I probably wouldn't have wanted to be at that party anyway. I don't so. know. I don't know.
3: Cullen, this is Gene Simmons. <laughs> I think you should drive your son back because you elected. It was your fault. You decided to spend the evening at a house with no cable. No he knew. way to watch the special. Yep. Um, and I got a letter from Preston
5: <laughs>
3: worried this might happen. So you can do right by your son and take him home now.
1: Gene is always thinking of the fans. Always. <laughs> One last thing. For the second year running, former Journey frontman Steve Perry has offered up a holiday classic for fans. Remember, last year... That's the first that we had heard from Steve Perry in decades. Yes, uh, he's just issued a new rendition of Silver Bells as a digital
4: download. I think we have audio
1: of that. Yeah, right? there's have, actually two songs.
4: Yeah, we have Jingle Bells and Have Yourself a Merry Little
1: Christmas. Um, it's probably Silver Bells. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, well, I don't know. Whatever. Jingle let's, Silver Bells. Let's find out what we get. Here we go.
6: Children
0: laughing.
1: Yeah. People bells.
0: passing, meeting, smile
10: a smile. And on every street corner, you're here. Oh, silver bell, silver bell.
3: Nice. silver bell. It's Christmas time in the city.
10: Busted. See, Perry looks
3: like his own mall artist
1: character drawing. You know, his yeah. <laughs> I, I high him is, is having a beautiful voice. Yeah, yeah. One of the he's he's a singer that's smooth. Like, he can do jazz very well. He really has the uh, the vibrato down. It's very spot on. All right, and then have yourself a merry little Christmas here. Love this song.
3: That was the chair, by the way. I want to apologize th- for that. That was the chair. <laughs> Add some hummus before going up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Always does a <it> nasty. <laughs>
10: <laughs> so-
3: There, it is. I, <laughs> that is the most hackneyed thing to do. That that little added ding ding ding, ding. oh they always it. do it. Not the fart, <laughs> also they, hackneyed. Yeah, <laughs> but they do
6: the uh, they do it at all. You know, a lot of times it's that's the out on all these songs. They're both available on uh, PresidentSteve dot com. The silver bells and the have yourself. I like the uh, that one better. Silver Bell sounded a little cheesy to me. Well, they, he yeah. was taking a little. I know. Uh, was
3: gassy.
1: Creative license with yeah. it. So all right. And that is what I have for you. And I told you there was a lot of music news. There's was a morning. ton. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We'll get our first letter for the Word of the Week prize. And I'll tell you what that is. If you do not know, if you're a music lover, you will dig it. And uh, we'll see what Pierre's got coming up next. Stay with us. Hey, gang, starting Monday, December 2nd, we are camping out and broadcasting our show from Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center complex.
3: It's Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting fill abundance and fueled in part by energy transfer. Now, join us for special
1: guests each morning inside the warm confines of the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast
3: tent with free hot coffee from Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Join us on
1: site and drop off your non-perishable food donations at the General Building Contractors Association.
3: Demolish Hunger Donation Area. Camp Out would not be possible without the generosity of you,
13: our great friends and listeners, and our partners. Select event group, chorus photography, light action productions, IMS Technology Services, Skelly's Amusements, Shapiro Fire Prevention, and Newman University Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
1: We just played a collaboration between Eddie Better. And the Red Hot Chili
3: Peppers a little while ago. Is
1: that ready to play again, or Um, do it at the
3: ready? It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, they did a little bit of Prince. They did. uh, They did Purple Rain, and uh, (laughs) I got to find the right one. I think it's this one, isn't it? Nope. No, that was. uh, Hang on. It was uh, this one. Yeah. Okay. Purple Rain. Yeah, that's it.
0: Purple Rain. Really good.
1: Purple rain, purple rain. It's, uh, it really breathes a new life rain, in it. song. Like, yeah. That vibrato is so rain. hypnotizing. I yeah. want we'll to take it through the <clears throat> culmination of this part of the song. I only want to see
11: you bathing in the purple rain.
1: Mm. Maybe another single. I don't know. So I just, <coughs> I
4: just want you to hear this part because uh, I didn't hear the uh, the audio of him singing before I did that. Mm-hmm. But um, hang on a second, this part. Purple rain. Yeah, hang on.
8: Nope,
4: uh, this part right here.
8: Purple rain, purple rain, purple
4: rain. Okay, he does that.
3: Yes, he does. Yeah, uh, I got a fast Right there. Boom. How about that? You just different key, but same execution. Donked it. Great. Unbelievable. You did donk it. (sighs)
1: Way to go, Dorton.
4: Do you want to hear the the metallic fart again? Uh, What? We have it isolated? Yeah, Marissa isolated it.
1: This is Casey. Here we go. Uh, Featuring Chris (laughs) Shiflet.
4: What was that? It was my chair. Do it again. (laughs) I couldn't hear it. You didn't hear
1: that thump? No.
3: Uh, (laughs) Featuring Chris (laughs) Shiflet. That. That.
1: That's the
2: sound we heard.
3: It was more metallic when I heard it, but it, that's it. It sounds like it sounds like <laughs> this. It actually sounds like this case. One second. Yeah, Even. Fine.
2: All right. I
3: don't hear
1: anything. Yeah, Marissa. No, it was that. just like. Yeah, Hit. listen. listen to do it again. Featuring Chris Schiff That was it right there.
4: Clump. <laughs> <laughs> right you hear that clump sound?
3: No. That, oh. One more what, time, It's super loud.
4: I heard all the clump. Second. I heard the clump sound, but that wasn't the sound. Of that's what we so, heard. heard. I think that was the sound. Okay. Hang on.
1: Listen, listen. Uh, featuring Chris Shiflett What was that? That's it yeah, Did you hear like somebody dropped books on the ground or something? You're not hearing
2: that? Let me turn my headphones up No maybe Is this my like which co-
3: what color is the dress thing? Back it up
1: Try please. it again
2: Alright Listen
1: uh, Featuring Chris Shiflett yeah, I mean, Right here Chris Shiflett Chris, Chris. 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 That's Right when I heard. say the word Chris Okay So. All right, hey, hang here. Stop Just Hang on Chris
3: Shiflett
2: Okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I it. hear it I hear it
1: <laughs> That came out of his ass
2: <laughs> Yeah I know
4: I
13: was here.
3: It only lived for a few minutes, and then it died.
4: <laughs> it has to be baptized. Oh, my God. I know. There was a guy at the Eagles oh game yesterday who farted a couple of times, and it wasn't me. It's wrong. It, yeah. In public. It, and there was a you pretty— You do it only
3: with your coworkers.
4: There was a pretty girl sitting next to me, and I turned to her. I go, I go. that wasn't me. And she's like, no, I know. I'm like, well, you don't know that, but uh, but I'm telling you— No, it, it was, was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what if it was her? Oh, my God, what if it was her? Wait, are you
1: saying you just smelled it? You smelled it. Okay. In an open
4: stadium. In an open stadium. That says a lot. But what we couldn't figure out was whether or not it came from in front of me or from behind me. Because the seats are kind of, you know, the seats are hard. So if you sit on it, it might blow it forward and not backwards. You just assume it's always blowing backwards. That's honestly why you should have somebody, (laughs) you know, you
3: have to look for splatter patterns.
4: Is it one of these girls that we're looking at a picture of here? Yeah, so the girl right next to me was the girl sitting next to me. The girl in the middle was her. She's the one that was ripping it, the blonde, okay. It it was her birthday, so happy birthday to uh, Sandig 113. 113. Yeah. Well, they're all lovely young ladies. Yes, and and we made it onto the Jumbotron. Did you? Yeah, we did. Oh man. That's like two weeks ago. I was on the Jumbotron in Buffalo too. It's wow. unbelievable. Crazy. And
3: Casey's song was played.
4: And my song was played uh, inside the uh the Link Gates yesterday, which is pretty crazy. I am like I'm having a pretty great couple of weeks here. I think so, absolutely. I think
1: Chuck said, and his quote was, You're living your best life.
13: It's crazy. I wish <laughs> like I felt that. like it. Yeah. Hi, Pierre. Good day. Good day. (laughs) Hey, man. Um, Were we victorious in our noble quest? We were. Yes. Marvelous. And we covered the spread. Uh, That's a spread that must be covered. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing for the bye week, Pierre? Uh, I'm, well, I like the bye week because what it does is it encourages. The team members, who are all very wealthy, to go out and buy things from small, independent mom-and-pop stores. brick and mortar places. Yeah, yeah. There's not no Aztec uh, buying. All um, going to various small, whatever, um, going to, you know, the small mom-and-pop stores on the main streets of the little towns and going into those shops and buy, buy, buy. Right. And that's why I love our sports system. I agree. Why? Why has? Why hasn't the NFL hired you yet? I don't know, Steve. Yeah. I, I just I don't get it. Don't know the insight They're probably you bring to intimidated. The game, yeah. yeah, I Think they might be a little bit.
3: I just don't get it.
13: Yeah. Well. Well, listen, this is working out. So. I won't be appreciated in sports till I'm long dead. <laughs> I think so. And then they'll finally go, what the hell did we miss there? <laughs> the like, things, you know, like Picasso for free, or
3: something. For free. Yeah. They're just flying through the air. Could have had it.
1: To quote Cinderella, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Dude. You know? Yep. Dude. Dude. I
3: didn't
4: know she said
1: that. Uh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> set <laughs> said it to That's her, her sister That's
13: great. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, um, it's a dribble cup. I almost dribbled. Um, you were talking about the ghost ship on Niagara Falls. Yes. Um, and I, I was listening to it, and I had the weather channel on, uh, on mute. And lo and behold, they went to the ghost or to the uh, ship stuck in the yes. channel at the exact same time you were talking Pierre, about. Pierre, they it. have
3: long been ripping us off.
13: I know it. <laughs> I know it. It's it's crazy. I've thought it for a long time. Everything they do the is the strippers they trip have off. on there alone. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, yeah,
3: I, 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 and listen, we don't get the credit.
13: I know.
6: The Weather Girls, I think they call yeah. them.
3: <laughs>
6: I go home good. now. There we go. Dude! Yeah,
13: dude <laughs> that's a good one dude it is raining men you <laughs> did it. all
1: right
13: uh Hallelujah. why don't we <laughs> damn i wish i wasn't talking
1: uh, when he just did that <laughs> do it
13: again
6: i can't do it
1: again. i know you yeah. can't he's a you can't ask him to repeat Yeah, you don't genius. see the
3: D- D- da vinci do mm-hmm. another one yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah knock out another mona, mona lisa, lisa. <laughs> yeah can yeah. you do that
13: sorry bud Getting Now working now. at Prince Plus, Da Vinci. Thanks. All right. Well, uh, we... I thought it was a lovely synchronicity.
1: We have no guests to thank, so we can go ahead and get to our letter if you're yes. ready.
0: All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
1: Uh, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter...
13: M as in Monday.
1: All right, and we are going to give away a pair of tickets to three sold-out MMR concert events. Tool, November 18th at the Wells Fargo Center. The Struts, December 28th at the Fillmore, and Greta Van Fleet, December 29th at the Met. Those are three solid shows, and we give those away on Friday, so make sure you keep track of the letters.
13: Uh, What's coming up on today's program, sir? Well, I got tickets for that Journey and Pretender show. You you announced it last week, and I thought it was a rather odd pairing, to be perfectly honest. Great bands, both. But I, I, don't, I don't see them on the same bill, and yet they will be. And so I think it'll be cool yep. uh, over in Camden. And that will be next summer, August 5th. I've got those tickets giveaway today and I think all this week. Uh, we'll have tickets for uh, – we'll have workforce blocks of Shinedown. And uh, uh, yesterday was the singer of Rise Against Birthday, Tim McElrath. He's just a great guy, and they've got some wonderful songs. So we'll do a workforce block of them and some Seattle stuff too. Cool. All right, I want to thank our
1: sponsors. The Press and Steve Show is brought to you today by Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Press and Steve Show. Also, armor, metals, and recycling for all your metal and computer recycling needs. Uh, plus, winter airport parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International. And Wilmington University, experience the Wilm U difference by visit, visiting wilmu.edu. Tomorrow's Tuesday, so we'll have a Preston and Steve tattoo to give away. Make sure you don't miss your opportunity to win that. That is it. We are done. Rage on, and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The
13: Preston and Steve love you, hate you live.
1: Dude's
11: literally driving with no hands, popping a pimple in his rear view mirror on the Schuylkill Expressway. I can't even make this shit up.
7: Next message.
11: Hey, ALU
5: snowflakes complaining about the one hour daylight savings time get over it it's nice and sunny out at 605 enjoy
7: next message
9: when you call for a ride share ride and you're going to cancel don't wait until i'm sitting outside your house thanks for
4: nothing